welcome to a very special Halloween episode of Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we are recapping Halloween H2O. Jamie. Steven. <laughs> um, don't be scared because this is a Halloween episode, <laughs> but we also have a special guest. <laughs> we do. Um, so this week we have Lauren from Swapping Horror Stories podcast and X99 Fear Street. And thanks for coming on. We're so excited to have you. Yes, thank, thank you for having me. <laughs> this I'm is excited. so exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be anxious. Look, Uh-oh. we're so whacked out all the time. <laughs> so just go along with it. It's not a big deal. Um, and we go on tangents <laughs> and we talk about anything. So if either one of us are talking about anything not related to Michael Myers, just like cough or something. We'll just move on. <laughs> I was just going to go with it. I was just... Okay, well, I that works too. Just add to it probably. <laughs> the podcast will end up being like four hours long as opposed to three hours long, which is what our last episode was. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was, wasn't it? <laughs> Doesn't bother me. <laughs> This is just, this is just our hangout corner at this point, you know? I know. We always <laughs> say that. We're like, we're just hanging out and talking about Dawson's Creek and that's it. We just like to talk to each other. So that's the best though. Cause like when you're recording and you look at the time and you're like, holy shit, we've been talking for so long. We need to wrap this up because I'm worried people have tuned out. Like that's the best though. Cause you know that you're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. And we'll, and we will look at each other and we'll be like, we know we got to stop, but then we'll start talking about something else. (laughs) And then I'm editing it and I'm like, I should really take this out, but it's like so funny. I keep everything in. (laughs) It's it's my podcast. I'll do whatever I want. (laughs) Right. Um, So let me ask you guys, what did you guys think of this movie? Good. Um, I enjoyed it. Michael Myers is my favorite, like Halloween is my favorite. Um, watching it like now that Halloween 2018 has been out is a trip because it's hard not to compare the two and think of like, this could have been so much more, Um, but I still, I still love it. It has like its place in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think, Jamie? We already know that I am not the biggest fan of slashers, but I actually liked this movie. I was angry, not moving fast enough for my liking. Uh, But every time I turned around, it was like, oh, I know that actor. Oh, I know that actor. Oh, I know that actor. I know that actress. And I just got really excited. So even if it's just for the cast alone, I'm happy. I love I liked it a lot. Yeah, Uh, it's a really good cast. LL Cool J, um, Joseph Gordon-Lovett. (laughs) so i really like this one i know it it has a lot of um a lot of people seem to like hate it for some reason but i remember seeing it in the theaters i had just turned 18 because it just came out and i was obsessed obviously with dawson's creek at the time and kevin williamson and i wanted to see it because of who was in it and it was a halloween movie and i remember being so excited that it was like 20 years later 
movie and Jamie Lee Curtis was back. And I don't know. I just was so excited to see it. And I really did enjoy it. And rewatching it now, I mean, I'll watch it every couple of years, but um, I never realized how short it is. It kind of goes really fast. Not a lot really happens in it. Some of the killings are kind of brutal. And um, I think it, it really does work in the whole like Halloween world because let's face it. Like if you watch these movies, none of them match up. Not at all. (laughs) The universe really got like screwed up with the plot. (laughs) Yeah. It's the movies are literally like a roller coaster, but you have to just go with it. And I do think like what you said, Lauren, that this could be what the new Halloween or Halloween H2O is what the new, like they, they improved it with the new Halloween. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of similarities to H2O with the new one. Cause I remember when I saw the brand, like the new one and I was like, it's almost like H2O, you know, yeah. dealing with the same thing. I don't know. We'll get into it, but uh, yeah. I love all these movies. Like they're so cheesy and corny and um, it's Halloween season and I- I'll just have them on like all day. It, like, I don't even care. I was definitely expecting more slasher. You know, it really only happened in the last, like, what, half hour of the movie? It was all yeah. backstory. It, yeah. was, it was pretty interesting. I was expecting more than it was. But, I mean, it's okay because Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Josh Rittnett. He always His had that debut. hairstyle. Huh? <laughs> I know. His, His debut. debut. Oh, yeah. He, he always had the... that, like, hairstyle where it's just going in different directions. Yes. And I don't know what it is, but it works on him, man. He's hot. <laughs> Well, I don't understand it, why um, they cut his hair like, or why he cut his hair like that. Because it's like that in the faculty, too. But um, I feel like he was like, just get your most dullest scissors and just (laughs) shop away. And I don't care what it looks like. He had the bowl cut. They like put a bowl on his head and just did this. And then just was like, all right, now, you know, every which direction with some whatever. He's got like a million calyx. It's weird. He does. It was like his signature look back then. Yeah. I don't. Did you try to get your hair cut like that? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> I like to say that I always had nice hair and nice haircuts, and I know, like, he was hot and he still is hot, but I would never cut my hair like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> not even for your show to promote this. Oh no, <laughs> not even for that. No, I don't care that, that would much. Be <laughs> Well, he got away with it because he's because he's so hot. That's what it is. It worked for him. Yeah. It was like that lazy, I don't care, you know, that yeah. devil may care, you know what I mean? Like attitude. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. There's also a line that LL Cool J says, go comb your hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. I laughed. I read that he ad-libbed that. It wasn't in the script. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I like that. That's, <laughs> that's so even funny. better. <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into the movie, um, we're just going to do a quick catch up because this is still a regular episode, but I'll go first because I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, So this week they premiered the new Scream movie trailer and they put out a bunch of promotional photos, the Scream Instagram and like Entertainment Weekly. And I couldn't believe how excited I was when I watched it this morning. Like I knew it was coming out, but when I saw the photos, I think they put them out on Sunday. I got so excited. And um, I was like, I even like, I tried to tell Justin, I was like, 
their new screen pictures and he could care less. And I like <laughs> shared them like right away. And then today um, I saw the trailer and I literally just kept watching it on repeat. And I was like, they're going to, they're trying to throw us off with things. Obviously yeah. they're not going to tell us like, you know, the whole story, like they're not going to do that. But I'm obsessed with this franchise. Scream is my favorite movie ever. And I got the same feelings like when I heard Scream 2 was coming out and Scream 3 was coming out and Scream 4 was coming out. And I'm just so excited to see it. And I texted my niece because she loves the movies too. And I said, you know, we have to watch these so I can take you to see it in January. And she's like, I know Uncle Steven, I'll watch them. (laughs) I was like, well, we'll watch them (laughs) together. Because she only has seen the first one. She's not, she doesn't really see She loves Casey Becker. She like, she loves Drew Barrymore and she loves the opening scene. And it makes me a little scared to think she likes that opening scene so much. (laughs) But um, she like, she's obsessed with her. So I said, we'll watch all of them together and then we'll, I'll take you to go see the new one. So that should be fun. But yeah, and I thought that worked perfectly with our Halloween episode, so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so my mother's birthday was on Friday. Uh, So she came all the way out here to where I live and we actually went to Field of Screams. So that's Mm. what we did for her birthday. It's a nice Um, birthday present. (laughs) It is, it was a lot of fun. We got the VIP passes so we didn't have to wait in line. And that's the best. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. This place was huge. I've been I've been to a lot of different haunted attractions before, uh, but this place was a lot bigger than I was expecting. Because usually when you go, they might have like a food truck, but then it's usually you know one attraction, next attraction, next attraction, next attraction, and then you're done. This place had uh, like multiple food trucks throughout different areas. There was a band, like there was a stage and a band playing. They had (laughs) DJs playing in the lines to the attractions for the people that were, you know, standing there for an hour at a time, which I thought was pretty interesting, but they weren't playing Halloween music. Oh, what was it? Like techno dance music? Well, the DJ, it was like, I don't know, hip hop and maybe some tech but mostly just like hip hop music which was i mean it was good i knew the songs i'm not complaining it's just this is this is a halloween you think people be busting out the monster mash you know but they weren't <laughs> maybe the next then, day was <laughs> yeah and then the stage the stage they were just playing different types of like rock music which is awesome too but again i'm like where's the spooky vibe you know i'm here to get scared and i was just laughing the entire time i mean I don't really get scared easily in haunted attractions, not even with the ones where they're allowed to touch you. They're actually my favorite because um, <laughs> I just it's it's fun to me. I guess it's different for kids because kids get scared a lot easier than adults do. But I just love them. I just love going. Uh, but so they had these food trucks. They had this giant thing in the middle that was like free photo booth so you could get pictures taken. They had um, uh, what are those the the rooms that you have to try to get out of the safe lock rooms now? Oh, escape they? room. The escape, yeah. they had the escape rooms. They had like this whole. I'm not a fan thing of those. Off. Yeah, I never tried it. I never get through them. No. I, yeah, I have no idea. But I mean, it was it was really cool. the The rides were really neat. Um, Wait, so what did you do? Room. You did a walk, like a corn maze thing, and what, so what they else did, did you do? It was a, it's a haunted hayride. Um, you take a tour through the asylum. There is uh, one that's like a haunted house. Okay. And then there's another one that I'm not entirely sure what it was supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be like some kind of 
uh, uh, lab, like radioactive lab that gone wrong. They're a lot of fun to walk through. I just want to walk through them. I don't even care about the stuff. I just want to see all of the different things. And people tend oh, yeah. to move through those so quickly. And I wanted to kind of slow down because yeah. I wanted to see what was going on. You know, I want to see, I want to look at these details. I want to look at the details on the wall over here. I want to see what's bloody and gory on the table that's for dinner. You know, like I want to know what's going on. Um, Jamie's like, what is on that on. table? Stop pushing me. I want to stay. I'm like, I walked into the, I walked, I kid you not, I walked into the haunted house in the dining room and I got so excited. I was like, oh, what's for dinner? You know, and the actors are just kind of looking at me like, is this girl for real? You know? Oh my God, Jamie, next time you go, just wear like a costume and they'll think you I should, there. I'll just blunder it in, <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm not that good at makeup. I need a makeup artist to come do me over because that's not going to happen. But it'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be fine. It was a lot of fun though. Highly recommend going. Or just go into any haunted attraction that's in your area just because it's fun, you know? Yeah, I, I like said that. after you told me, I was so jealous. And I was like, I'm going to go to the one near me now because I Let's just want to go. Let's go. So, I don't know. Do it. We'll go together. I have to just like find the right time and the right day. And I'm like, and then I want to take my niece and nephew. And then like. I'm just stirring excuses. So. <laughs> right? I'm saying. Oh, no, I'll do it. I just have to lie. find the right time. You <laughs> well, only have so many weekends left. Look, so this is my thing. I would I would rather go on like a random weekday night because it's not crowded. Oh, yeah. So to me, that's like perfect. So I know the last time I went to the, the Bates Motel, it was probably like three years ago. I don't remember. Um, but we went on like a weekday night and we got through it and it was like really it was quick, like you're saying, Jamie. But um I had like a blast. We did we did the hayride. There was a corn maze and the house, but I know this year they're not doing the house because of COVID, which doesn't make, or no, they're not doing the hayride because of COVID, I guess, because you're so close together on the hayride, but that's like the best uh, feature of the place because they have so many different, they have this like big dragon that like shoots fire out at you. <laughs> well, and plus you get to sit in this, dra- in this dragon, listen to me, you get to sit in the wagon and you don't have to do anything. They all come to you. Yeah. It's great. Genius. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But we'll see. I will. I will keep you posted when I go. So yeah, let me know. Yeah, yes, I will. do it. There's one by me where um, it's kind of like a haunted hayride, but you're like you're in a wagon getting pulled, and then the actors are dressed as zombies, and they're like trying to attack you, and it's paintball, so you have paintball, and you have to shoot the actors. Oh my I've god! Heard that before I want to go so bad. I've I never see. done it because I feel like I just am not the person to do it but I think it would be I fun wouldn't. to like go still I don't think I'd feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> shooting people with paintball are you yeah. kidding sign me up I'll go I mean I'm sure there's like a disclaimer you have to sign or something but I would feel like what if I really hurt somebody I don't know I don't well, know. Yeah. they, they well, have I'm like added clothing for it. for it they're getting paid to do it it's fine just, just sign a don't waiver. aim for the head probably <laughs> probably true. but That's I'm sure they've got some kind of ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they all they all have like these weird, crazy like features now. I don't know. I remember when I did your podcast, you were telling me, Lauren, you were telling me that the one near you had a band. And I thought that was so crazy. because I've never heard of them having a band. And then Jamie, you you told me that there was a band. I was like, it just made me think of that. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to get more extreme because mine was a DJ. And it was dub music or whatever. I don't know. I'm not. Hip. Oh God! Um, and it was so loud. They also had like a speakeasy bar 
They had axe throwing. They had a, some type of football game that I wasn't going to do. Um, and then I think they had one other thing, but it just was like, I, maybe I just haven't gone in so long and I'm used to just like going through the corn maze and having yeah. people pop out. But like, it felt fancy. I it felt sounds fancy. You had me at speakeasy bar. <laughs> I know. I know. It was really cool. Yeah, the, I mean, look, I'll go and like do whatever. I'm pretty easy going with this <laughs> stuff, but I pro- I don't know. I'd probably be like, I don't know, in the mood to axe throw right now. I just want to go through the haunted maze. I know. Yeah, like, I don't know. The football game thing seemed less fun to me because it was like bowling, but with a football and it was far i don't know i that can't sounds describe terrible. any game to people ever but it just i don't, know. I don't watch football activity. i don't play football yeah. i don't understand football <laughs> i don't uh, football and i don't bowl so <laughs> just, i'm okay at bowling. Really odd activity though for these are for like a haunted attraction though right like i just feel like that's, i think like, so that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's odd. I know. I think it's just like to get people to stay and spend Come money. In. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why they had like the free photo booth and they had like this whole thing for gifts, which I got a really awesome skull mm-hmm. that's like over there now and it's all pretty. Uh, See, they want you to spend money. They had like yeah, all these food works. trucks and they're like all these seats and tables. And they're just like, you know, come sit and eat and enjoy and spend more money. Yeah, like, okay. I like that idea, though. I could I love a food truck. Anything mm-hmm. where I can spend money on food, I'm there. <laughs> oh, my God. Me yep. too. Oh, my God. I just like food. <laughs> it's food. It's good. We like food. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what about you, Lauren? Is there anything you would like to contribute to our catch-up? Or no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I would love to, but I literally have nothing going on. Um, just you know, doing my podcast and my Instagram. Like I, I didn't even leave the house this weekend. Like I've done nothing. There's weekends I have that. Well, I just yeah, that's like most of my weekends. <laughs> I know. I... I'm... <laughs> I should have done something this past weekend if I knew this question would be asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a, a last minute. We did have this like planned out, but it was a last minute thing where I asked you if we could like up it a week. So it is my fault. But I appreciate you. you being able to. I don't want to have anything. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I appreciate that you were able to do this. But yeah. you just yes. did your reading hour on Instagram and yes. it's really fun. If you haven't heard of it or you haven't gone to it, go to Lauren's reading hour on Instagram. Is it every or else or else sign else. She reads that every... poetry book. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I love it. No, no. It's explain what it is. Just real quick. Oh, God, I'm like the worst person to describe anything that I do. But every week I read for an hour from a Fair Street book until we finish. So like, we'll do that book every week until we're done. Um, And I add commentary and like, I try to interact with the comments as much as possible, because I think it's a lot of fun to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But 
I don't know. That's pretty much it. I don't know. It's fun. It's I mean, it is pretty much it, but it's fun. And yeah. that's how I, <laughs> that's how I um, found you on Instagram. You popped up on my feed one day and I was like, oh, this girl's just reading an Arl Stein book. And yeah. um, I was interested in it. And then um, huh. I sat and listened to it. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine myself reading for an hour and I'm looking at my bookstore. Oh. Man, oh, <laughs> there's a be ghost kinda... behind you. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at my books, going, What would I even read that people would be like, like without me having to worry about age? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I got some inappropriate books, but they would be great, <laughs> fun to read. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun, I think, for people to listen to. Um, it just there, so I got the idea from Cara Maria from. MTV's the challenge because she has a book club and she started to do that and one specific one that I had watched this guy jumped in to read um and it was a sex scene and it is so hilarious because it was really crazy too like there was a gun involved and he was just like cackling and screaming the whole time and I was like this would be fun to do but with like R.L. Stein books because I was collecting at the time like I just started and that's how I started my Instagram because I was like if I get some followers I'll start doing that and here we are (laughs) yeah well it's great I love it and it is fun because you you do have you do add commentary and I just think you're hilarious as yourself and like (laughs) even just like some of the random things you say, I'll just start cracking up. And then you do read people's comments and it is, it is really fun. Just, and it's like a nice hour to just, just not really like think about anything and just I'm listen glad. to this book. I'm glad. Cause I always wonder like the other side of it. Cause for me, like it's easy. I'm just like sitting there reading, you know, I have the entertainment in my hand. <laughs> um, but then I will think like as I'm reading, like I hope people don't think this is boring. I hope this like doesn't suck. Like, am I animated enough right now? Like I do overthink it. I know like I'm pretty like, oh, it's fine. Um, but it is even after all this time, it's like in there's a weird pressure I put on myself to do I don't it, think I you guess. have to do that though, because you're very natural at it and you're very it's oh, very just well, easy good. to listen to. <laughs> And your voice is very soothing when you're when you're oh. listening to it. But it's just <laughs> it's just a very fun hour re- of listening to somebody read these like silly books from when you were like a kid. Yeah. And it's fun to make fun of them as you read them and reading what what, what other people are saying about them. It's just yeah. It's just a nice hour of just cracking up over like something stupid. But the the reading is fun. I like it. Reading yeah, is fun. It's reading is fun. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I don't think it would be what it is without the people who join every week. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I probably would have given up at this point. Um, But I think the people who join like you, Hannah, um, Katie and Jeffrey and Claudia, um, it really makes it for me to where I'm like, I have to keep doing it. I don't want (laughs) to let them down. Oh, that's, uh, that's nice to say. I know, I, I know I'm not yeah. in it like every week, but like when I oh, see that you're funny. doing it, um, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go on our Instagram live. <laughs> um, well, that's good. All right. Well, <laughs> that's, um, good. that's good. <laughs> um, we, we had the Scream trailer released. Jamie had a field of screams and Lauren um, read the it's books nothing. for an hour. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we can get into this. Um, what is everybody drinking? Are you drinking anything fun? No. Water. 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 I have a Red Bull. So. Oh. Even the other one with wings. I literally have to stop drinking it because it's making me get all this under here and I don't like it. Oh my God. Stop. Just it's, switch to sugar free. I can't. Then I, then I really won't drink it because I don't. It what's the point of same. drinking it? I need to be like wired. That's the problem. <laughs> you still have all the other things in there. Not the sugar. I mean, that's true. That won't make me as fat. Yes. But. Oh my God. Stop. Um, all right, so <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> um, so, like I said, this is a very special Halloween episode. It's gonna be so spooky. Um, maybe I don't I'm not sure. But so how, um, do we, how do we make this spooky? <laughs> I don't know. I could think of it was like hearing like Just spooky music in the background. Noises yeah. like <laughs> But that was, yeah. that was spooky. That I mean, was just terrifying. Kind of different way. Sounds that's even made and clipped in randomly. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we are recapping Halloween H two O. Like I said, it was directed by Steve Miner, who also directed a lot of Dawson's Creek episodes. So here's the thing: I've always said that it was written by Kevin Williamson. But when I did some research on it, because I always knew he did like some writing on it, or he had a hand in it. But they don't actually give you an actual writer for this film because they had so many drafts of this movie until Kevin Williamson came in and he did um, he did a draft that pretty much turned into what it is. But he had a hand in a lot of the um, character dialogue, some of the script development, stuff like that. And he wrote the whole final scene so that Jamie Lee Curtis got what she wanted with her killing Michael Myers off in the end. Cause that was her whole goal. She wanted to come back to do this movie because she went, well, she wanted to do it with everybody that was part of the original Halloween, but somehow that ended up not happening. So she ended up being like basically the original person, the only person from the original coming back. But her goal was to be a part of this movie, get past her character's issues and finally kill off Michael Myers at the end so that she's like free. And there was a clause in the contract from the producers, the Akkads, who like own all these films, um, where they said that you can't kill Michael Myers off. So Kevin Williamson came up with this idea where she'll kill the guy in the mask and the audience and she will think she killed Michael Myers. And she was okay with that. But then she said she'll have to come. I literally just watched this thing on YouTube with her talking about all this. She, She came back for the following one for part eight, technically. And she said she wants to be in a mental institution because she realized that she didn't really kill him. It was somebody else. And she ends up being killed by Michael Myers in the eighth one. But I think she was under contract anyway that she had to go do that one. I don't think it was her idea. I don't understand why she would even want to be a part of that one because it was so terrible. If you've ever seen part eight, it's like the worst one. (laughs) It's the one with Buster Rhymes. (laughs) Yes, I was going to say Tyra Banks, uh-huh. um, and it's like they're live streaming them in the house or whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, it's really bad. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. But um, All right, that, that totally explains my confusion. So 
we already know that I'm not a slasher person. I don't really, I don't, I'm not familiar with these movies aside from the mask. I can pick them out, you know, in a lineup and that's probably about it. <laughs> um, so before I watched the movie, I was just doing a little bit of research to try to understand everybody's relation because so Terry watched the movie with me and he's like, yeah, but that's, that's like Michael Myers sister. And I'm like, they're related. What kind of fucked up family is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so confused. No. So I, I had to look it up um, and just try to figure out, you know, what what exactly was everybody's relation to each other? And and then I saw that Michael killed her. But I'm like, but she's alive. And then I totally just didn't even realize that there were more movies. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, they're all over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're all different like worlds, basically. For some reason, I didn't think this movie was as old as it was. And I think that was something that I just needed to figure out in my brain. Yeah. So that stuff made sense. Because I, I started watching. I'm like, this movie really is from 98? Like, right? It's not older? I was confused. <laughs> it's wild, too, to think about um, Jamie Lee Curtis in this one versus the 2018 and how much older she is. Like, I know people age, but in my mind, like, she has not. And Right. I, mean, I totally in- agree. Yeah, in real life, she doesn't look as old as she does as Laurie Strode in 2018. Like, she still looks pretty, like, fresh and zesty. Um, <laughs> and it, it just is shocking. It is, yeah. Well, they gave her that They gave her that horrible wig in the, in the 2018 one. I know. They made her she look just really rough. Girl for life. Yeah. yeah. Well, PTSD could do that, too, probably. Living in <laughs> the woods <laughs> Um. Well, when I watched the H2O, oh, so that's the other thing. People call it, people get mad when you call it H2O. They say, I don't understand. It's called H20. But Jamie Lee Curtis even called it H2O. So I'm going to call it H2O. So that's what I've always called it. Yeah. So she. Halloween um, water. Yes. (laughs) Halloween Halloween water. water. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) Um, She, um, when I, when I put it on last night, because I know. I know what she looks like now. Like you said, yeah, obviously she's gotten older, but she looks so young in this, obviously, because it was yeah. 20 years ago or was it 20? However many years ago it was 98. I can't do the math. Right now. Whatever. You know what I mean? And um, when I, I know when I watch it then I, I thought she was like a lot older, but it's, it's so weird having that perception as like an older person watching it now. Cause I think I'm like her age yeah. now that she was in that movie. It's so weird, but she still looks really good. I don't know. She does. Also, I feel like I didn't realize, like, I mean, going with the older thing, <laughs> but like the fact that it is just 20 years after the first one, it doesn't, I don't know, in my brain, like, I can't compute that it was the 70s when the first one came out. And I don't know, she does look really young. She looks good. She looks the, not the same, but I mean, she looks really good. Yeah. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's a really good actress. And Me too. I've heard she's nice. Yeah. Watching the the YouTube clip of her earlier, I, I even said like, oh my God, I really want to meet her because she's just being like, she's being very honest with the whole background of the movie and like why she did it and how she almost backed out of it because the producers weren't giving her what she wanted. And um, she, she said she almost left the production like weeks going into the film because they weren't telling her that um, she was going to be able to kill off Michael Myers. And then they finally came down with that um, final scene. I really want to know who she beheaded. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. It's, I mean, it's, if anybody's listening to this, I'm sure they've seen Halloween, the Halloween. I movie. hope so. Because I, I, I haven't. Oh, no. I was like, God, you wait a second. She's got information. She had to have seen this. <laughs> I'm just great at researching. <laughs> um, well, do you want me to tell you? I'll tell you. Just, just tell me who it is. She, so they came up with this whole idea at the end that, and they explain it in the, in the eighth one that Michael Myers like does something to a, one of the paramedics and then he puts the paramedic in the body in the, bag. Yeah. With his mask. And then technically the whole ending of the H2O is supposed to be a, just a random paramedic that she beheads. That explains the whole when he wakes up, when he's smashed against the tree in the car, that he wakes yeah. up and he tries to take the mask off and he can't. He yes. looks really confused. That yeah. explains that reaction. I, I was like, what happened? I bad <laughs> watching it, knowing that. I was like, poor thing. Yeah. I know, but. Confused. Why didn't he speak though? Like, I wonder if his mouth was like taped or something. Where did he get taped oh. in this time? You know what I mean? I, don't know. He didn't I can't speak think that. Like, hey, I'm not it. I can't think that deep about it because it's just a Halloween movie because they're all so silly. But well, we'll think deep about it. <laughs> yeah, you guys we'll can think, think about, about it, it and you. not sleep tonight about it. <laughs> Jamie, it's the wheelchair theory, okay? It's the wheelchair <laughs> theory all over again. We have this whole theory. thing with Dawson's <laughs> Creek where the one episode, Pacey, they're trying to like film this tracking shot in this scene and Pacey just comes out of nowhere with a wheelchair and Jamie's like, why did he have a wheelchair? Did Dawson like paint him to have a wheelchair? I was like, Jamie, don't think about it. It was the reason. Maybe he went to a thrift store and got it or sometimes in the nurse's office. That's what I said. He was in the nurse's office. There is (laughs) like a free. made him sit in it so that he could come out with it and Dawson could be the hero of the film. That's what happens. (laughs) They have this like phrase in the book world and I can't quite remember what it is, but it's like a God complex for when you back yourself into a corner and you're not getting the results that you need. So like something not totally that would make any sense happens to get you to where you want to be. It's like a God complex. I just don't remember exactly exactly how they phrase it and that's that's all I saw happening <laughs> like every time with some of these with some of these weird hiccups that we keep finding is just this is too coincidental like I'm sorry this is the god complex yeah. all over it <laughs> I just call it lazy writing <laughs> well yeah um, so Steve Miner directed it we're gonna say Kevin Williamson wrote it basically and he actually had a hand in producing it so He's involved in it because if you if you've watched any of his films, especially the screen films, you can see a lot of his stuff scattered throughout this movie. I'll point them out when we get to them. And okay. it was released on August 5th, 1998. And I just turned 18 on August 2nd, 1998. So, so you could go see that without an adult, right? Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. And I know I went to see it with my friend at the time because we were like always watching Dawson's Creek together and stuff. She was like my Dawson's Creek buddy. Now we don't even talk to each other. Oh. Um, all right. So this movie stars Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, Michelle Williams, Josh Hartnett, LL Cool J, Adam Arkin, and Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. And we'll get into the the other characters as we like talk about them because they're Joseph Gordon Levitt's in it and then like Tiny My Angel and Your Angel. <laughs> I got so excited when I saw him and then I was like, wow, he's so young. Mm-hmm. What year did this come out? Like, I was 
just I, I know, hate. Just a little baby. I, I, I kept forgetting, Stephen. I kept forgetting like what year it was, and then when I see all these people, I'm like, oh my god, he's so young, and now he's got an ice skate in his face. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. Um, it was pretty gruesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> So the movie starts out like every Kevin Williamson film does with there's always like a mini movie in the beginning. And he even does that in Dawson's Creek with the opening scenes. Every it's always like a little mini movie before we get into like all the action. But he did it in Scream and well, all the screams. He does it in the faculty. He does it in all of his films. So this is basically us getting like the setup of, you know, Michael Myers coming back and what's about to happen and all this stuff so we're we're introduced to um the nurse character her name is marion she's been in the other previous halloweens um she was actually in the first two because she she worked close with dr loomis who was also a character in the originals and she comes home and finds that her house is broken into um also it's october 29th right we're told that it's october 29th i believe yeah yeah i i love how in these movies they're like October 29th, like two, like two days before Halloween. And then they're uh, like, they like time stamp it for you. <laughs> yeah, they do it in all of them, which I think is hilarious. So she goes to sort of like investigate, but she's like, uh, I'm not going to do this. And she goes next door. Which I love, by the way, because yes. in elementary school, they teach you if you get home and your door is open and it's not supposed to, you do not go inside. And she followed that rule and no one I else ever does. I wouldn't yes. go in there. I would be like, fuck that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> I know. Especially if you live alone. Like, no, yeah. that's not happening. Yeah, no. And enough. I mean, most movies th- these days, they just like push the door open with a finger and they poke their head and they're like, hello. And I'm like, call the 911. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's not going <laughs> to help you. Like, just right. leave. Right. <laughs> So she goes next door and um, she like nobody's answering the door. And then she walks around the back and she's greeted by um, Jimmy, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And he's in a Jason mask playing hockey, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And um, his friend, Timmy, I think. It doesn't matter. Jimmy and Timmy, the dynamic yeah. duo. No, I, I think he has a weird name too, though. Tony. His name's Tony. Oh, you're played by Brendan Williams, who he's one of those actors that has been in like a million things, but he's not like a leading actor type of guy. Yeah. So she tells them that, you know, her house has been broken into. They need to call the cops. And Jimmy calls the cops. And one of like the things about this nurse character is that she's always like chain smoking throughout the movies. So she's like smoking in their next door neighbor house, which back then was like totally yeah i like i hate smoking i've never smoked i think it's so disgusting and the fact that she was just sitting there smoking in their house i was like it's so disgusting you're gonna make their house stink now and even the kid tony even says something and she just makes like a joke about it so they call the police and they said they'll be there in 15 minutes so jimmy grows some balls and he wants to go next door and check out the house so he gets his hockey stick and he goes next door and he's like just looking around and he notices that her office is all like messed up. Um, somebody like went through everything, destroyed it. And then he he goes in and he steals a couple of beers and then there's a jump scare, which by the way, there's like a million jump scares in this movie, which drove me crazy. 
I hear other people always talk about jump scares and how like annoying they are and they never bothered me. And then last night when I watched this, I was like, wow, there's so many in this movie. <laughs> I was and they're not like, that scary. It's just how loud it gets. No, yeah, it's just because it's quiet and then all of a sudden it's like a loud noise in your face. I was super, super impressed with, with his reaction to the noise. Like he turned around swinging with that, with that. Um, yes hockey stick you know what I mean and I'm like yeah and I'm like oh there's nobody there and then for him to just get like an ice skate in his face later while he's sitting on the chair in front of the tv is just like oh (laughs) you look so promising you know you you might have had like maybe a chance probably not but you you know you had fast reflexes and then death by ice skate (laughs) well nurse Marion said wait till the police get there and he said no he wanted to go check it out be a tough guy stubborn so he yeah so he like destroys her kitchen he comes out and he tells her they're waiting outside and uh he says her office got destroyed but it was all clear and he tells her that somebody made a mess of the kitchen because she like busted like the pots and pans and stuff (laughs) which i thought was funny um the cops still haven't shown up at this point so she goes back in the house and she's like looking around the lights aren't on she goes to the office we see a picture of Loomis um, just sitting there which is like a nod to Donald Pleasance's character and then we see the Laurie Strode file which is totally empty so she's like I mean my first guess would be like Michael Myers just in my house mine too because who else would want that right of all of the things in her house they (laughs) took papers like file information yeah. of all the things that they could have taken from her house. They could have raided the fridge just like the kid did and just take all the beer, you know, but, but no, they wanted, they wanted a few sheets of paper yeah, she had yeah. in a filing cabinet. Well, what I don't understand, and this is just one of those movies that just has a lot of dumb things throughout that you can't think about. <clears throat> so if Laurie Strode wasn't hiding all the, all of these years, why was there just a random file of her like current whereabouts sitting in her office (laughs) with with locations and where she is 20 years later HIPAA violation definitely Definitely a HIPAA violation (laughs) we're assuming because I think later we find out that that is that was um Dr. Loomis's house right and the nurse was living there with him until he died so like those are his files if he's that scared of Michael Myers, why is he keeping that information there? Like, I would be hyper paranoid and shred it all. Yes, yeah. it just doesn't add up. <laughs> like through the movies, he's always trying to protect her and like her yes. her child, like her other child that was yeah. in the other sequels. She has a she has a daughter in the daughter. other sequels. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't do a very good job of it. So. You know, I'm still trying to figure out why it took the police like forever just to get there. Like it was daylight when she got home and it was dark, like night, nighttime by the time anybody showed up and she was already getting murdered next door. Like I just, wow, please. I don't know. Bravo. (laughs) There was only one movie. Police are on another level. Yeah, (laughs) they definitely are. They're like, I care. I care not about your life. So yeah, she notices that the office is messed up she goes she's like walking around the house and then she, we see her locker front door right and when she comes back she notices the front door is unlocked so she goes up to lock it again and she turns around and we actually see michael behind her 
And when she turns around again, he's gone, but the back door is open. So she starts to sort of like walk towards it to investigate it. And then she's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. And she leaves and she runs next door again. And she almost falls on the front lawn when she's running. Um, And then she gets in the house and then she, she doesn't hear anything. And she notices Jimmy has a nice skate to the face and which is sad, but I mean, he stole beer. He had it coming. So um, <laughs> he was underage. You hear that, kids? Don't steal beer. You get an ice skate to the face. <laughs> That's my PSA for the day. That's your PSA. Um, and then she goes to run out the back door, and um, Tony, the other friend, he's standing there and he just falls on top of her because he was stabbed in the back. And then up comes Michael Myers in a doorway because he's in doorways throughout this whole movie. If you haven't noticed that, he loves it. He loves preparing for an earthquake. Yeah, (laughs) he must be. He must be. He does go to California. Did you did you notice how strong? Like, is this guy like? What is he? What is he on to be as strong as he is? Like, he later Um, lifts a full grown man with one arm. You know, like. Like no small potatoes here. And he, I, I just, I, I think know. in one of the movies, either the one before, or I think it is the one before. Um, there's something with the devil where he like sold oh, his yeah. soul, and um, that's like the theory as to why he's so strong and can't die. But I don't know. I feel yeah, like I, I need to say like the now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch all these movies. I don't even like these yeah. movies. I'm gonna watch them. <laughs> It's the one with Paul Rudd, and it's his very first movie. Yeah. Wait, Paul Rudd? I gotta go watch this movie. He is cute. So he filmed it before Clueless came out, but Clueless, well, he filmed it before he filmed Clueless, but Clueless came out first. So everyone always thinks it's his first movie, but it's not. So fun fact. I love it. I gotta go get these movies. I saw that one in theaters (laughs) too when I was in like ninth grade, I think. And it's the worst one. It's the worst one, but it's like one of the funnest, oh. funnest ones to watch. Like, because yeah. it will, for, for me, it's a very fall Halloween movie. Like yeah. the setting is very fall. Like, I mean, all these movies are clearly, but when I watch that one, I just get instantly taken back to being a freshman in high school, watching this in the movies. And just during that time of this time of the year, I don't know. I just. It's just one of those movies. And there's a parody account on Twitter of the uh, character Kara or Kara, however you say her name. What? It is so funny. And she's always to me. I know. I'll have to send it to you. So the, so in the, I'm I'm not going to get into the whole sixth movie because it's such a a shit. Sorry. But the dad, (laughs) they're related to the Meyer somehow. And Kara and her father are always fighting. So this Twitter account, <laughs> she's always like talking about her dad, <laughs> like how she like doesn't like her dad, and she's like, "You bastard!" Because she always calls him a bastard. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> and I read them, and I just I crack up, and I'm like, and I message them, and I go, whoever is like in charge of this, you are hilarious, and they just respond back to me like the character all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like my dad's a bastard. <laughs> so That's awesome. I love that. Um, but I think it's just at Kara Strode. I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyway, back to H two O. Um, 
So we get this whole thing with the nurse and Michael Myers. And I do like this opening scene a lot because it's sort of like this dance they're having where he's um, coming after her. She like attacks him. We see the police come to investigate next door. And she's always so close to getting their attention. Even like at one point, she breaks the uh, window with the fire poker that she's like beating Michael Myers with. And they walk into the house at exactly that moment. And she screams, he's still alive or he's alive or something like that. And he slices her throat and then she's dead. So then the cops come out and they see that the other house next door has been broken into. And we see Michael Myers drive down the driveway and stealthy like the neighbor's car yeah i'm like wow these cops are terrible first of all they're late now they have like a double murder or like a triple murder a triple homicide they didn't even see somebody steal the car out of their driveway like these these police are just terrible like insufferable (laughs) i i that's when i got really angry i started getting angry this is why i don't do slasher films because the movements of people right you get them down don't turn your back bash his brains in you know what i mean like don't yeah. stop why do you stop as soon as you stop you and you turn your back it's over and it just yeah. she had him down several times and she just kept trying to like get away and i mean i get it and this is why i get angry with these movies <laughs> because i'm like what are, what are you doing don't do that you know? know and the cops were right there i know that the poker is probably my friend but i would have been throwing shit out the window to try to break it to get their attention not wait until i'm at the window and it's already too late well you so, don't know you don't know jamie you don't know i know i know i don't situation. know and god forbid we should ever- hire someone to go into Jamie's house and just see how she would no, react. That would be a bad idea. There are guns in this house. Oh <laughs> Don't do um, that. I think our actor was murdered. I know. Jamie wasn't kidding. She uses what's around her. All right. Well, we'll nix that plan. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, forget we said anything. Ooh, yeah, don't do that, um, Lauren. <laughs> um, I'll cancel it. <laughs> you're like, where's your phone? Cancel. Don't go there. This house is no. <laughs> are you? Are you? Did you get there already? Don't go in. Don't go in. Don't go in the house. <laughs> abort. Abort. <laughs> uh, this is bad timing. Anyway, we're in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> I wanted a live recording of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, the effort, Jamie, and she pulls a gun out and just shoots him. <laughs> oh um, I don't want to get on another side tangent, but I'm gonna. It's fine. There, there is a horror movie, um, and it's very similar to that movie, Game Night. I think with Jason Statham, but it is a horror movie. Oh, well then this will be fresh. Uh, (laughs) It came out before that, but like there's a service that people can hire to have like people break into their house for like events to make it fun. And like, they don't tell the others what's going on and that it's a hired service and you get to see how people react. And yeah, it's really good. We should watch that sometime. (laughs) I will definitely watch it. It's, it's called game night features. no not that one um let me i'll find it and i'll bring okay. it up later <laughs> um yeah that sounds good we are now the next day and the police are there and they're doing like a whole crime scene and like 
investigate whatever and um the cops are talking about how this looks like it's michael myers and the one the younger cop says what does he say he'll need a walker and something else and the older cop says i'm older than him so i'm gonna call haddonfield which is close to where they were at where the nurse lived to let them know just in case because haddonfield's like the focus of every one of these halloween movies and they sort of do the intro with Dr. Loomis's whole wall of Michael Myers and everything. So we sort of like get the backstory with him. And then we see like Laurie Strode and the pe- like some of the people that were killed over the years by Michael Myers. So they are still in that world, sort of. But they don't really like mention that Laurie had a daughter, Jamie, and um, like those storylines. But it's supposed to be in that whole um they're supposed to be connected somehow. That's what I read, but they don't really yeah. get into it because when we meet Jamie, um, I keep calling her Jamie. When we meet Laurie again, <laughs> she's got a whole new life. So she was like, um, I don't really want a daughter anymore. So I'm just going to start a whole new family and have a hot son with terrible I, hair. I read somewhere that her daughter died. I just don't know how or why. Well, she the, in the one with Paul Rudd. She, she died, died in the beginning. She has yeah. her own baby. But she didn't know about it or something? <laughs> she didn't know she had a baby? No, Jamie knows that she has a baby. The actual character, Jamie. Because <laughs> um, she like has a baby and she hides it in a cabinet in a bathroom because Michael is after her and he ends up killing her. And this is like where it relates to all the devil stuff. Can't keep yeah. it straight. That's all I know. <laughs> It's so confusing because it all happens at the end of part five. They bring these like characters in and I don't remember what they're called. Um, It's like a cult type thing. And then it can, that whole storyline continues in with part six. And the um, writer of part six was going to continue that whole story with this one. But then they ended up doing what they're doing now because it was 20 years later and Jamie Lee Curtis wanted to be a part of it. So they were going to continue on with that whole thing, but they ended up not doing it, which but thank God. <laughs> yeah. Cause it gets so convoluted and weird. Like, uh, it, I mean, it was about a guy in a mask killing babysitters and yeah. it, they tried to like expand on this, like this story about, Oh, uh, yeah. it's just, it's so convoluted. Um, yeah, it's confusing. But they're fun to watch. <laughs> they are. And the thing with it, I feel like people just always, this might be like a deeper analysis than what it even needs to be. But I think the original Halloween is so scary because it is just a random guy who is killing anyone and everyone that gets in his path. Mm-hmm. And I think people want to find like, comfort and a reason as to why this person does this and it's like oh it's his sister and something is wrong with him and he wants to kill everyone in his bloodline and also the devil is involved but that's why I do like the 2018 one and how like it kind of erases everything between one well after one and now because it is scary like it is yeah a scary guy Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it, like you said, there's just some random guy just killing people. Like, why are you just killing people? You're a psycho. I wonder, they should make these in the books if they haven't done so already, because I think I would read this. They did. Maybe they read it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Words are words. (laughs) Right? I think they're really expensive. Yeah, they are. I've seen them on some of the book groups I'm on on Facebook, and 
people have found like random ones just at like book swaps and stuff. But oh. if you find them on eBay, they're so expensive. And I don't, I don't understand how people get so lucky with this stuff, but, oh. um, but yeah, we're in like a school now and it's almost like the camera is just sort of like floating around the room. You don't think that there's anybody really there to me. I didn't feel like it was supposed to be like anybody there. And we see a desk and we see the picture of Josh Hartnett and his hair actually looked okay in that picture. And then um, (laughs) we get the clock say that it's October 31st. And then the camera pans back and it's in a closet and it goes back to the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis being attacked by Michael Myers. And then we go back to the desk and there's a knife in the, in the photo. And then on the chalkboard, it's just as Laurie Strode, but she wakes up and she's screaming and it's Laurie Strode. She's having a nightmare. So like we're in current time now with her. And um, her son, John, played by Josh Hartnett, comes in and he's like waking her up and she says she needs her medicine and she rolls over on her side and we see like the slice on her arm that happened to her in the first one that he when he sliced her arm. So he's in the bathroom and he's looking for nightmare medicine and we like sort of like get an understanding now of who Laurie Strode is. Their medicine cabinet is like literally filled with medication and she's still dealing with this terrible thing that happened to her as a teenager. So also I wanted to say when we are in that like dream sequence of hers, we do see that it says headmistress Carrie Tate, I believe on her name plaque. So I I think it was sort of like, so who's that? And then we wake up when she wakes up, we're supposed to believe that she's no longer going by Laurie Strode because she has this whole new life now with her son and this new name. And she works at this school all this stuff. So then we find out that it is October 31st, Halloween. (laughs) And (laughs) we're now in (laughs) Summer Glen, California. So we're no longer in Illinois. I'm assuming Michael Myers drove that long road trip to get there. (laughs) And um, we get into um, a conversation with her son, John, and Laurie about how he wants to go to Yosemite on the school trip. And she says, no, she, she basically wants to just keep him around. I get the idea that she never lets him do anything because she's so protective of him and you know, what happened to her in her past. Yeah. Right. And she hands him a birthday card from his dad. And we find out that he is 17 years old, which is the same age she was when she was attacked. And um, he says, you know, dad would let me go on this trip and she announces that his father is an abusive like drug addict alcoholic and methadone addict or something like that and then they get into this fight like he's he you can tell that they're just kind of always like fighting because he wants freedom she won't allow it because she's she's so protective of him and he's just trying so hard to break free so he even mentions to her that it's halloween and she says oh i I didn't notice like we know you know laurie like we know we Uh, all know she's got like a she's got like a a chain link (laughs) ringlet so she rips one off it's in like black and orange and she's like oh my god it's almost halloween it's almost halloween (laughs) The the worst day of my life. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, I couldn't imagine having something so traumatic happen to me and just ruin Halloween for me forever. I think I would be devastated just for the yeah. loss of such a great holiday. You know what I mean? Ugh. Oh, 
you know, people deal with things in a different way. And I'm not saying like, you know, her almost being murdered and all of her friends being murdered isn't traumatizing. It is. But like, you have to go to therapy at some point and like <laughs> deal with that and like keep living your life, you know? Well, she did. Apparently she's got the meds to show it, you know, they just like, here are all <laughs> the know. pills, take it because you're broken and we can't fix you, you know? <laughs> That's a true story. I feel like this Lori is the one that went to therapy and has been doing on doing a lot of work. And then well, the yeah. Lori 2018 one is the one that was like failed by the mental health system <laughs> and wasn't able to get the help that she probably needed. Um, Accurate. Yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up specifically in this scene when like you first see her interact with John is I feel like, I don't know, I feel like she has a lot of similar mannerisms to herself in the original one like the way that she talks and like I don't know it just like made me happy in a weird way maybe I just love Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> no I get it yeah I mean I didn't personally notice that but there are things for me when I watched it later you know there's certain things that she says that are throwbacks to the original but she knows yeah. this character so well like she's been playing it forever yeah. and she's played it so many different iterations of it <laughs> so yeah so I mean I like I didn't notice it but it would be that something you notice it's smart that she would do that so yeah but yeah so we meet John and his group of friends he's talking to his friend Charlie uh he's played by Adam Hanbird uh their other friend Sarah is played by Jody Lynn O'Keefe and then we meet Molly who is played by Michelle Williams which is our Dawson's Creek connection and she's telling us that her dad flaked out on her financial aid and she's not sure if she can go to Yosemite. So she's not sure she can go. John's definitely not going. And now the other two are saying that they don't want to go because they're not going. And now they're going to come up with a plan to have their own like Halloween party at the school by themselves. So that's sort of like the whole plot with those. So, oh, the other thing, Charlie. I got really excited when I saw Charlie because I recognized him off the bat. He's from Jumanji. Oh, the original Jumanji. He's the kid that gets yes. stuck on the board. Oh, I didn't even know that. Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally him. I had to look it up. I recognize that nose anywhere. <laughs> yes. And then his girlfriend, Jody, whatever, she is Taylor Vaughn from She's All That. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's in a couple of things too. But yeah, uh, Sarah Wainthrop. Wainthrop? Sarah something. Wainthrop? Wainthrop? I don't know. But I think that's her name in the in the character. Sarah of the show of the movie that we're yeah so I got so like again I was so happy when I saw these characters I was like oh my god I know him it's Parrish oh my god I know her you know I'm like oh my god like I was just I was it was so exciting because I wasn't expecting such a a great cast to come from such a uh movie (laughs) I guess I don't know and I really should have known better because I feel like all of these slasher flicks for especially from that like uh, decade always had major casts and everybody just ends up dying anyways you know what I mean yeah. but they always had these yeah. major casts uh, so I just I got really excited I got really excited recognizing people look at me <laughs> I know it's a first Jamie you never like don't you don't know anybody it's so funny <laughs> so I'm very I'm very proud of you that you recognize I watch <laughs> shit ton of movies and I read a shit ton of books but don't ask me who anybody is because I don't know <laughs> Lauren, so we sad. recap Dawson's Creek and she doesn't even remember like the basic character sometimes. And I go, Jamie, it's dramatic. she goes, the blonde. And I'm like, what? You, what? <laughs> Did you watch it? 
anyway it was um, like this is only my second time watching this show you gotta go easy on me okay <laughs> so i think it's hilarious that he so he's not the most attractive kid not like the hottest girl in school yeah i know not like the too. hottest girl which is normal like it's fine like people have their types but all he does is talk about how they're gonna have a roaming orgy and i said he was like yes yeah. <laughs> he's like that's it's not, not an really orgy like, when it's no. four people and they're no. split off and cup like nobody's gonna fuck charlie like molly's not gonna sleep with charlie i don't th- i don't think sarah even wants to sleep with him but i was like why are they giving him all these weird lines it's only it's only four of them it was even, so weird. he's a teenage boy I know, but there always has to be a slimy friend. Yeah, there has to be at least one designated slimy friend, right? And he's just the one. Well, that's Charlie. Um, The (laughs) other thing I noticed when we meet Michelle Williams' character is her eyebrows are so thin. Thin. That is the (laughs) 90s look right there, man. That's just bringing back memories her i don't even think her eyebrows are that thin on dawson's creek they're not because i would have i would have noticed we would have noticed it yeah Mm -hmm. um so we also get this quick shot of laurie staring out the window and we see michael myers in the reflection behind her and she closes her eyes to sort of like say it's not real and then he goes away um because we get like a callback later of that again so so another so we're sort of like understanding that yeah she's still dealing with it she's starting she sees him everywhere she goes which is really sad like she's she's older and she's still dealing with this stuff so now we are at the rest stop scene and we see this old jalopy like this really old car drive up to the rest stop and it's a mother and her little daughter the daughter has to go to the bathroom (laughs) there's a there's a rock conveniently near the door she leaves the door open with the rock The little girl goes in one stall, the mom goes in the other, and then we hear the door slam, and we see, uh, like, somebody walk by while they're in the stalls, and then we see the mom sort of, like, look through the crack of the stall, and um, she sees Michael Myers, and her bag is sitting on the floor, so he grabs the bag, and... He just sort of like steals the bag, but she looks out again and he sort of like turns around, looks at like you think he's going to attack her. Right. But nothing happens. Um, There's sort of like another. It was scarring. Like that's one scene from a movie that like has always stuck with me. And it's like Halloween's. Yeah. Because I don't know. That is just like a fear of being in a bathroom stall and someone coming in and being weird. That is and yeah, you're right. It is. And I think the mom, like, I will say, despite this being one of the worst ones in the franchise, <laughs> this a lot of the characters make good choices. And I really admire the mom's choice because she just was like calm and quiet. She wanted to protect her daughter, who like that is a vulnerable position to be like, I'm in a separate stall from my daughter and like yeah. we're in this small space. And I just I love this scene. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you because I feel like wholeheartedly if she would have walked out of that stall going, where's my purse? It would have been yes. over. Um, yes. I, I mean, from my understanding, it isn't Mike Myers is uh, like MO to kill children. You know what I mean? So I, well, I watch the watch the new one. <laughs> I, I know. Well, that's what I hear. I don't know when this this these inform these facts that I looked up or how <laughs> accurate they are considering how uh did you google these it? movies don't actually you know yeah. fit together like they should I know. <laughs> but i think I, it's more I, of like anyone who gets in his way so yeah. i feel like 
a child definitely would get in your way. <laughs> right. Oh I, I am glad that she stayed in that stall and she just waited. She didn't react. Yes. She's just like, okay, somebody just wiped my purse, but I have yes. more important things in the stall next to me. Um, yes. That vehicle she was driving is a 1956 International Harvester Travel All S Series. And I loved it. I saw it. I mean, really? it looked like a rust bucket, but it was so cool. I love yes. those old style trucks. Um, so I had to look yeah. it up because I, I would never have figured it out, but it's so awesome. Like, I love those old vehicles, you know, those metal American made vehicles. I mean, I'm assuming it's American made. I don't know. I've never really seen it before, but <laughs> I don't it, it's really cool. It reminds me of like those old taxis. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yellow. yeah, it's those like really old school taxis that you see like a skeleton driving in Halloween town, you know? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think the daughter was sitting in the front seat of the car when they pulled up at the rest stop. And I'm sure that did not have seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, oh, right? No way. The mom was like, I'll protect you from a murderer, but a car crash, that's a different story. <laughs> no way. This car doesn't have it. The, um, right? the fun fact I have for the daughter is her name was Casey. And it was a throwback to Casey Becker from Scream. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so I was like, oh, uh, Kevin Williamson. Um, if you haven't noticed yet, Lauren, I'm obsessed with Kevin Williamson and all of his stuff. And I like, love that for you. I, <laughs> I love <laughs> that you love that for me. So, <laughs> You know, Justin, Justin used that term the other day and I had to crack up because I said something to him. Really? Like, and he goes, oh, I love that for you. <laughs> I said, Where did you hear that? <laughs> From me. <laughs> he must have overheard us talking <laughs> but I was like that's so funny that you said that so yeah Michael Myers steals the jalopy or whatever the name of the car is that Jamie just said it's and, a harvester travel all S series <laughs> and he's on his way to find his sister at the uh, private school now all right so there's an assembly where Laurie's telling them all you know the rules of going to Yosemite and um we see the four kids talking about how they're getting out of going and how they're going to plan this party. And Charlie once again says that they're going to have animal sex. And Molly tells him he needs a hormone suppressant. (laughs) And (laughs) um, this is when we meet the counselor, Will Brennan played by Adam Arkin. After the assembly, he follows Laurie into her office where we also meet her um, secretary, Norma, who is played by her real life mother, Janet Lee. So and Janet Lee was in the original Psycho who played Marion Crane, I believe. I think that was her name. Yeah, she was in the original Psycho. She played the opening scene where or she played the if you have you seen Psycho, Jamie? We talk about it all the time. (laughs) Wait, you you haven't seen it either? No. I mean I know a lot of it. I won't give any of it away. Look. Alfred Hitchcock is a really good director. He's like the first like director of horror and writer of horror like th- for this type of film. So I would watch it if I were you. Know, it's a really, really creepy movie. But I mean, oh, it gets brought up in Dawson's Creek too, I know. But yes. I guess I'm going to have to start watching slasher flicks because it's not really my thing. I like the paranormal, you know, supernatural. But it is good. I mean, it's a so it's her real life mother. Her name's Norma in the movie. And it's a nod to the character Norman in Psycho. So I thought that was funny that they did that. Alfred Hitchcock's right. Psycho 1960. Um, I think that's when it was made. And she's in Psycho too. So it is her. 
if you were if you were second guessing yourself, don't because you you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> um, so now we meet the character Will, who we find out later is with Laurie. They are making out behind closed doors because they like literally it's shut the sick. door. Sick. <laughs> That's the scariest part of the movie. It's them kissing. <laughs> Well, there's a scene Uh, later where you even messaged me and said it was disgusting. And he starts sort of like coddling her. And she's like, let me have one day. Like, just take the day off. She says, stop Carrie analyzing me. She says, just for one day. So now we meet LL Cool J's character, Ronnie, who is the security guard. He is on the phone with his wife and he's reading erotica that he writes. (laughs) And um, I love it it so much. And when I watched this, I said, LL Cool J looked so hot in this movie. Like, he really did. <laughs> he looked just like he did in Deep Blue Sea. So yeah. I'm wondering if they were done around the same, probably around the they same were. time. I love Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. But a lot of horror podcasts always recap it. So I was like, maybe I should watch it. I haven't seen it in years. So good. But um, yeah, he he looks really good in this. And she's telling him basically like you got to stop this like a fantasy like you got to find like a real job basically and he's like this is my way to express my creativity Good for get, him. yeah i know i was like let him write like there's nothing wrong with that i, I know. know she wants him to work with her father or something i would be devastated if i was reading or gave terry a piece of my like story and him be like this sucks you can't do this get a real job <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I would be. So I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Right? I know. I would be like, "But ugh, if you can't support me, then this isn't going to work." You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, he, you want to you want to see all Justin's tower decks? I support them. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I thought more was going to happen after. <laughs> we were both holding our breath with you know you know. I know we our- both were. I don't even know how to phrase this sentence. We were just waiting with bated breath. There we go. <laughs> yes, we had bright eyes and we both were smiling, waiting for the same is, there, is, is there more? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I wish I could turn the camera around and show you. Um, but there's a jump scare, another jump scare with the boys. And they scare Ronnie. They want him to open the gate because they want to go in the town because um, John wants to buy Molly a gift and he goes back and forth with him about like not letting them out and you hear the wife on the phone saying like don't get your ass fired ronnie they sort of give he gives in to them and he lets them out and that's when he says go comb your hair <laughs> and then they they leave to go in, into town oh the other thing that i wanted to say about the will and laurie while they were in, they were like making out they made plans for lunch so um they agreed to have lunch together that afternoon so we get this whole scene now where they're in town we know that the the son's going to town they're probably gonna like run into each other and laurie's gonna have a meltdown (laughs) um we are now in the tiny little town (laughs) of summer Glen, california and it looks like you i i thought it looked terrible it was so deserted (laughs) that's my ideal place to live it's like small towns yeah me With too Laura. No stores <laughs> yeah surrounded by trees and away from people <laughs> yes yep I, um, I didn't mind laurie and john's apartment i thought that was nice i would like to live there but not in the school yeah. 
I like that. But I couldn't live in this town. I need more stores. I need more like uh, <laughs> stuff to do. I can't like if I could live downtown in like Center City, I would. But right now it's 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 nice because our rent isn't that that much. <laughs> All of the like location in this movie really confused me because I was like, do they have a house off campus, but then on campus has dorm rooms? Are people staying there? Are they staying it's there? It's a private school. Are they leaving and staying? Like, I was just, I was very confused. And I mean, I'm a public school kid. Maybe that's just because that's what I know. But well, I, from what I understood, they, they, it's a private school. So all the students live on campus in dorms. And because um, she's the headmistress, she lives there. And I'm assuming Will lives there because he's always there. I don't know. But um, maybe they have. Lori right like I don't he has his own dorm I think that's like the confusing thing to me where it was like what's he doing (laughs) I understood it right away she's the she's right (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that you two did not understand this simple thing about a private school I never went to private school I don't have money to go to private school but I understood it right away okay I'm really sorry that it was hard to comprehend but she's the headmistress and she's her son he's her son and they live together I think I think what it was is when they show like the front of Lori's house, you know what I mean? Because it's uh-huh. it looks like a legit house. It looks like they're in a yes. neighborhood, not on a campus. And I think that's oh, where they got all. confused. They and the they they show the front of it. Yes, they do. She answers the door and she almost pulls a gun on. Um, yeah, but I just but no, it's it looks like, like a, a house. house. But it's like a uh, what what do they call like it? A row home town? No, home? it's like a um. Oh, oh. <laughs> just oh. throwing out any name of a house. No. Just, this is all the stuff I'm just thinking. I have no idea what it just. It looked like a house in a I nice cookie cutter word, neighborhood. It's, it's like not, her own like condo type of place, but it's like on the premises. Okay. I, yeah. I, anyway, I mean, this is not a. I don't know. It's not. But <laughs> I, I feel it. like I need. I got listen, it. I'm sorry I you need, didn't. I need and the I blueprints off. of Dawson's house. I need the blueprints of <laughs> of Joey's house. The blue, and I need the layout of, of this campus because I'm confused. <laughs> How many dorm rooms are there? There's a lot of kids in this school. We need to understand. Do the other just there here. weren't many There's kids, not that many by kids. the way. Huh? Like, I mean, that assembly was pretty big. No, that was small as shit. They had that three short buses filled with kids. Three short buses. Yeah. That's not a lot of kids. <laughs> I don't know. That was the whole school going camping. Maybe my perception is different. I don't know. Three short buses. They tried to make those buses look big. But by (laughs) the way, every single one of them was from like a different decade. (laughs) Yeah, they were very weird looking. I have a fact on the buses. Oh, God, what is it? (laughs) I love it. So the studio got them for cheap and none of them have seats. So that's why you see all of the kids standing as they're like saying goodbye and I even paid attention as it was driving off and you could tell that like they were just standing in the I bus. didn't ever even notice that. Yeah, so that's I probably mean, why they were all were different. That <laughs> makes a little bit of sense because when you really look at the buses, you can tell they're not the same. They're different yeah. years by like a long shot. Some of them are, are pretty <laughs> old. They tried to trust it up to make them look the same. And then everybody's yes. standing and hanging out the windows. I'm like, yes. it's just, it's I don't know. 
I didn't know that there was no seats, but that makes a lot of sense. That makes a yes. lot of sense. I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't feel like it was important until now. <laughs> no, it's very important. Look, very these fun. things matter on this podcast. We need to know oh. layouts of homes and buses and car and vehicles. And we need to know the names of these. Campus vehicles. layouts. I want to know, where, to know where that rest stop was filmed. We need to know yeah. where, why that rock was. We need to know all these things. Okay. <laughs> That's what we do on Creek Talk podcast. <laughs> we get sidetracked. <laughs> and yeah, that's okay. That's okay. This is a very special Halloween episode. <laughs> yes. Um, do that ghost thing. You're so good at that, Steven. Jamie and I are dancing. <laughs> I love it. I I'm love smiling and laughing both. so much, my face hurts. Like a... <laughs> I'm not used That's to being smiley, guys. Come on. Oh. All right. So yeah, we're in this depressing little town that both of you seem to love, <laughs> and we see Laurie like just looking at the storefront she's looking at jewelry and then she gets spooked again she thinks she sees michael in the um reflection reflection. but when she turns around it's will she she gets like freaked out um they have similar hair honestly they do the first time we the first time we meet this and i didn't even i meant to say this earlier when we talked about the first time we met him and they're like sucking face i'm like he's gonna die (laughs) he's got a weird mouth it's uncomfortable yeah like when yeah when we get to the scene uh it is uncomfortable watching him what if he listens to your podcast and we're just roasting him it's like the one thing that he listens to every week and like his little relief and then this week we're just roasting him i would be happy to say that he listens to our podcast <laughs> I mean, sorry adam arkin <laughs> i'm sure he loves dawson's creek <laughs> and everything related <laughs> <laughs> um oh, so laurie's kind of like on edge you can tell like she even gets uh spooked out by the kids in the costumes that's a that's like another thing always in these movies i always thought it was so weird when they would show scenes in the daytime with kids in their costumes like trick-or-treating already because i always yeah. went out at night and I just would always be like, why are they always trick-or-treating in the daytime? So it, fun it's just fact, like a common thing in these movies. Fun fact, especially with small towns, uh, they will actually do trick-or-treating before the sun goes down safety-wise. They have actual hours and then after it's curfew and they have to be inside. So See, this is why I want to live in a small town. Yeah. This is, yeah. Um, so where so, are they trick-or-treating in this small town? The uh, jewelry the store? Stores. The liquor well, yeah. store, you've never, you've the never restaurant, gone. <laughs> the, the, food, the, food, the food market on the corner, right? But you, have yeah. you ever yeah, been station. to like an area where, where they actually did door-to-door trick-or-treating for stores? It's, that's not uncommon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean. I agree with you. I um, just never lived in that type of environment where I was trick-or-treating in a small town uh, store front area. I went to like my neighbors and stuff like that, Jamie. All right, well, excuse <laughs> me. How about you, Lauren? Did you ever do that? Me. <laughs> um, 
so I would do like my neighborhood, but also the local high school did trick or treat street and they would decorate the entire like inside of the high school is like different rooms, like the Flintstones and stuff. So you would also do that, but that would be like, I loved it. It would be like the night before. And then now like in my area, they do trunk or treat, which I think they do that near us out of the trunks. Yeah. But Yeah. yeah. I've never been to stores. I know they do it, but I don't do it. Yeah, I never do stores. I know me and my friends would go to the 7-Eleven, like, near my house, because they would always give you, like, a free Slurpee or something on Halloween, but it was, like, the small one. It wasn't, like, even, like, a decent-sized one. Whatever. Um, A Slurpee is a Slurpee. I know. I know. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I want a Slurpee. you know, slurpees are slurp. You slurp them fast when you're a kid, and you're like, "I want more." Um, want the Coca Cola one? Ooh, oh yeah, I think you can Doordash it now. I can Doordash a Slurpee. Hold on a minute. I, <laughs> look, because I used to do Doordash during the start of the pandemic, and I would always get stuff for Seven Eleven. Like, really? Yeah. Did they melt? <laughs> Didn't they melt by the time you got there? Um, I never had to deliver a Slurpee, but I don't know. Oh. People would get a lot of weird stuff there. I'd never be able to do that because I'd be like, gosh, the Slurpee looks really good. <laughs> My I sister know. door-dashed. Yeah, she said she made decent money doing it, too. Um, um, the other thing about the trunk or treat, that was a oh. big deal um, with my nieces and stuff last year because of oh. COVID. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, they do it every year, especially in the um, like the school parking lot because it's part of their school thing. Like they'll do like a Halloween parade. Like I always remember in grade school, we did a Halloween parade and we got dressed up and we had like a little party in school. And then I would always like stay in like half my costume and then like get ready to go back out with like whoever would take us out. And um, now it's just so different. Like they. I mean, my niece and stuff, they all, they still go trick-or-treating, but it's not like, it's not like it used to be. We would go like, oh. It's not as magical. Yeah. It's not. It's so different. I feel like not as many houses, at least in my area, even hand out candy. And I feel like each year, less and less kids come out. Well, I think we only handed out candy here once or twice because of, um, I mean, we live in a house with other tenants, but we would like sit outside but now I, I go to my sisters all the time or I would go to my parents before then. But I always think, am I going to hand out candy? Oh, wait, no, I'm going to my sisters because <laughs> I always think I need to buy candy. It's so weird. You do, regardless. You I do. It. I do. You just, you just eat it for you later, you know? Well, we were yeah. doing it in work. We would do, um, we would always have to get, when me and Jamie worked in the same department, we would have like Halloween baskets. Yeah, I would like, we always would decorate yeah. our, our desks up mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, we would buy like candy and leave them in like bowls on our desk. And then like people would trick or treat in the office. And And a giant pumpkin. And they would just, people would just walk up and be like, can I have a piece of candy? Like, take a piece of candy. Yeah, I'd be like, just take it. Take it. Take it. Everybody was coming to me for food. Jamie, I'm hungry. I opened my drawer of goodies. I'm like, what do you want? I'm like a drug dealer of food, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You want some crackers? You want some chips? You want some cookies? What do you need? And I got it all, you know? Yeah, that was. We've talked about it before, but um, that's when when Jamie started, we had like we would always do like a Halloween decorate desk decorating contest and like I would win it. And then when Jamie joined our team, didn't win anymore. She decorated her desk and I wasn't going to do it because I said, 
who does this bitch think she is just coming in here and decorating her desk up? Like, stop trying so hard. You're brand oh, new. Jesus Christ. And then she was I had a lot of fun, man. And now we're lights. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I had I like lights that. and like these blinking things and the Dollar Tree. Hey, man, the Dollar Tree is where it's at. Yes. Well, the, pictures, the pictures from my desk from when I was talking to you because I sat in the corner of the office and I had like all this wall space so I would like hang up this like big happy Halloween sign and all this like I would put things all over the place the pictures popped up on my time hop the other day and I saved them I was like I have to send these to Jamie I, I was like I don't know if she'll even remember them but I I'm remember sure I, I lost that year to you <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have a video clip of that Halloween and I did like a walk around my desk through oh. the entire thing because the outside was decorated. I had caution tape coming from the ceiling over my over like the cubicle walls. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. I had oh. lights, black and purple garland and uh, cobwebs everywhere. And uh, uh, that was the year I bought Bone Daddy and I actually bought Bone Daddy a wife the other two years ago. So now I've got two skeletons. I need to, I'm starting a skeleton family. Oh, <laughs> I love so, it. I love Halloween. Yeah, that was fun. And now we don't work together anymore. <laughs> well, not in the same department, but um, we are so off topic. <laughs> But not because we're still in the Halloween theme, right? So we're, we're good. Right. It's okay. Um, so Laurie and Will are having lunch together. She is having a glass of wine and she's starting to get a little upset because he she wants to like talk to him about what's going on. You can tell she just wants to like open up and tell him everything. And she, and he even says, you know, I'm here basically if you need me. And she says, maybe one night during by a warm fire or whatever. And that's when she even admits to saying she tried everything. She said she tried group therapy. She tried 12 step. She tried meditation. She said she tried everything. And she start. she is crying in this moment. And you can tell she's suffering, you know, and she's, she needs to get past it. And, um, you know, he, that's when he offers help. And then he gets up to go, uh, I guess to the bathroom, he doesn't say. And she calls over to the waiter to bring her another glass of wine. And he looks at her already full glass and she says, today. And he runs off and gets her another glass and we see her chug this glass of wine and we start to understand that maybe she's an alcoholic. Like this helps her calm her nerves a little bit. And he brings the other glass of wine and she starts like to sip it a little bit and you can tell it sort of like relieves her nerves a little bit. A little liquid courage. Yeah, a little bit. But, uh... Did you notice who the waiter was, Jamie? You didn't notice? No. I feel like it was one of those scenes where if I blinked, I missed it. (laughs) The waiter was played by the actor who played the lady killer on the scare episode. David, his name is David Blanchard. Damn it, I missed it. (laughs) I when he came to the table, I said, Is that the lady killer? And I paused it on that scene and his name came up on the IMDB underneath. And um I wanted to save it for today, but I took a picture of it and I sent I sent a Snapchat to Becky and I go, the lady killer is in H2O. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. But um, it's another, so the other fun fact was that that was Kevin Williamson's boyfriend at the time. So I guess he would like help him get like gigs here and there. But as soon as I saw him, I knew exactly who he was. I was like, that's, we just did this episode. It's so funny. Yeah. I missed it. So mad. <laughs> I'm not shocked. But... 
I can I can recognize I, I don't remember his actual name, but I keep calling him Parrish from Jumanji when he was like, you know, ten. I, but I can't I can't I don't remember watch, his name. I don't remember anything from like, you know, two episodes ago, which is really funny. But yeah, I, I thought that was that. hilarious. So yeah, this is when we see John and Charlie. Charlie steals a bottle of wine and uh, he says, you know, it would be a lot easier if you just took a bottle of your mom's. And he starts to say, you know, my mom's a functioning alcoholic. She accounts for everything. And then he gets cut off because we hear Laurie call after him. And she's like, what are you doing in town? And they say they went to go get lunch, um, off-campus lunch. And she's like, you're not allowed to have off-campus lunch. And then she says, go to the car and wait for me. And then she turns around and she screams at John. She's like, what the fuck were you thinking? And he's like, (laughs) mom, that really makes me uncomfortable. And um, that's, this is when they get into a a conversation about how he tells her, if you want to be handcuffed to your dead brother, don't take me with you. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. And she keeps saying, I need you to be responsible. And he's like, I, I can't keep being responsible because I can't be responsible for you. Cause she's the one who's like suffering. He's like taking care of her. It seems like. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. so there's this like battle between the two of them. He, he wants his freedom. She's like constantly hovering over him. And um, he just is like, he's just like over it. It was a very him. heated argument in a public area. If yeah. you really watch that and you look past them, there's like a woman walking with her child and they look on her face as she steers her child to cross over the street and not come near them while they're arguing. Yeah, you just see the people in the background. You almost miss it because it's almost out of the frame. But I'm like, oh, look, they're doing what I would have done. The other side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I always thought was funny was the way Josh Hartnett delivers the line. He goes, he goes, he's dead. Michael Myers is dead. <laughs> and I always thought that was so weird. That was pretty good. He would always deliver it that way. And I'd be like, why is he saying it like that? But now it's like um, an iconic line reading of Josh Hartnett and Halloween H2O. Um, he says they should try to get on with some attempt at a happy existence. So they get in the car. She turns on the radio and Mr. Sandman's playing, which is one of those songs that's like related to the Halloween franchise. Also just a spooky song if you really listen to it. I know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just been it's just been one of those songs that's constantly followed her through <laughs> her life. She's like, he's coming. He's going to kill me tonight. I was like (laughs) expecting her to freak out a little bit, but she just kind of laughs a little like awkward and then turns it off. I'm like, that should have been like, you know, that should have fed her paranoia, not like laugh it off. You know, I would have been like, oh crap. But no, what what really sets her off? Looking at her son's seventeenth birthday card later and going, "Oh shit, where's my son? This is this." Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. None of that made sense. So she like speeds off and we see Michael follow up behind her and um, he follows them to the, to the school and he's just like waiting there. Uh, Laura yells at Ronnie eyes up Ronnie. <laughs> it was really awkward though. Cause if, if, I mean, they're in like a secluded area, right? There's no other real places around and she's at the gate trying to get in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this ratty old 1950-something or other vehicle that needs a yeah. serious paint job is just chilling behind her. And I thought it was weird, her. too. 
They don't even look. They don't even go, why is this car sitting here? Are they waiting to come in? Like, if she's the dean of this school, wouldn't she be curious why somebody's just lingering behind her? You know? I just, yeah. I don't understand. And struggling that hard with, like, the idea of Michael Myers still being alive, I feel like I would be really, like, hyper aware that someone's following you home. I'd be checking my six every time I turn around. I mean, yes. that would make sense and, if I'm turning around, right? But you know what I mean? Right. Yes. And also, I feel like as a woman, I mean, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, too. <laughs> but like, when I've noticed the cars behind me for a while, I'm like, are they following me home? Like, what is happening? I need to pay attention. So like, I don't know. It's just very unrealistic. Yeah, I do character. the same thing, though. I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, if I turn down this road and they follow me, this They're is normal. Like, are they actually <laughs> following me? You know what I mean? And then it's always a sigh yeah. of relief when you make that turn. And you're like a mile down the road and nobody follows you. You're like, yes. <laughs> you never yeah. know. It was a scary place these days. I don't ever get scared that someone's following me like that. I just get really frustrated when I feel like somebody's just kind of like, they're like, they're following me, but I don't feel like I'm in danger. I'm just like, stop following me everywhere I'm going. Okay. You have a different perspective. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I, I hate to pull the gender drive. card too, but I feel like mm-hmm. being a woman it's a little different than being a guy. You guys don't really get stalked in that kind of way. Whereas females have a higher chance. It's just, it's something that we are, we growing up have been, you know, drilled into our heads to be aware of our surroundings because you never know somebody might come up behind you and try to take you for whatever reason. You know what I mean? It's, it's a completely different ball game. Um, yeah, and I've first. been followed home before oh from God. the grocery store, and I knew that they were because they announced it. Because um, <laughs> I was a teenager, and I was walking out to my car, and there were other guys outside, and it was at nighttime. That's when I didn't care. I would go to King Supers at all hours of the night, and I heard them say, "Let's follow her home." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I called my dad. I was like, not even five minutes from the grocery store, and he. It was after like, I was driving around my neighborhood. I didn't want to go home. I didn't know what to do. And then I called him and he's like, well, just come home. I'll be outside waiting. And I did. And he was not outside waiting. (laughs) Oh no. And I was like, what am I going to do? And he like slowly opens up the door and comes outside, like just so casual. And they like sped off at that point. But it's like, it happens. It's It's really common. That's creepy. Who just decides to do that? I'm pretty sure police stations are open like 24 seven these days. So my, my next PSA for any listeners is go to a police station. If you think you're being followed. Yeah. I wouldn't go directly. You were smart to drive around and not go directly to your house. Um, And that was like before smartphones too, by the way. Yeah. It was like, it was a weird situation. I couldn't, I don't know. That's terrifying. It's scary. It is. It's a scary. It is. So Jamie Lee Curtis in real life would be on edge. Yeah. <laughs> she would. So yeah. So the, the buggy drives off and then we see Molly washing dishes to earn her financial aid. And she hears the dumbwaiter go off and we think it's going to be a cheap scare. And really it's a bunch of roses from John and a map to their secret hideout for their Halloween party. Now, the other thing that confused me was that we never saw John with any flowers when he left the town. Because wasn't that the reason why he went to town? Yeah, Yeah. I was confused with that because I'm like, 
who sent the fl- I can't see Mike Myers delivering some flowers to play a trick on a girl. You know what I mean? Like, where like, did he pick here, these Give them to your girlfriends. Oh, wait, he doesn't <laughs> talk. No, he doesn't talk, right? And then there's like this like nicely crudely drawn, nicely crudely, because that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, like this crudely drawn map, the MO doesn't match. And I'm like, is this a trap? Is this not a trap? I highly doubt it's a trap, but I just am confused <laughs> because he literally basically just got yanked down the street by the ear with his mom to get in the car you know because he shouldn't have left was he like mom can we please stop i gotta get molly flowers and she's like right i mean maybe maybe, john (laughs) maybe 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 there's a deleted scene somewhere where he talks her into stopping at the floral shop up the street you know i don't know yes Yes. i want to believe that ll cool j oh yeah help them out favor Yes, as the romance novel writer. I like I that theory. I'll, we can theory. go with that. I like that. I like that theory too. <laughs> um, well, Molly's following the, the map and we get another jump scare where John jumps out and grabs her and she's not from even behind, scared. mind you, from yeah. behind. And she's not even that scared. She's just like, oh. And then um, we just see their like hangout, which looks like a death trap to me. I mean, they're in high school, so, like, anything's fun. I mean, I just wouldn't be able to hang out there. And, um... I don't know. I feel like that's where I'd be hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't for me. Um, She uh, says that he scored major points with her. I was like, wow. She's got really low expectations. Um, I mean, it's sweet. They're trying. Sweet. They're 17-year-old teenagers. You know, they probably don't have a whole lot of money, so they make do with what they've yeah. got. He's got roses. Well, we know Molly doesn't. Half. She can barely afford her financial aid. So leave it alone. This isn't about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he tells her he's never celebrated Halloween because he has a mass murderer in his family who likes to butcher people on the holiday. And Molly just goes, oh, really? <laughs> like She doesn't even care. And she's really so like, casual. Yeah. So casual about it. Casual. Not affected at all (laughs) and then she asks him why he's celebrating now and he says to her that there comes a point in your life when you have to concentrate on what's right about it and he says you are a sterling example of what's right and tonight you get my full concentration and she tells him she's honored and i thought i would have been giddy i'd have been like "Ooh, your full concentration huh (laughs) i know she's like let's just fuck on this dirty couch with the hollow happy halloween sign over it right now (laughs) <laughs> well, that, I think that, that escalated I think quickly. They have, um, <laughs> I know. I think they have good chemistry, though. Uh, Michelle Williams and Josh Hartnett. I um, you I see think how they're close believable. they were. They were like really close in that one scene, and he like had his her chin in his hand. Yeah. They were all snuggly. I'm like, oh, <laughs> even in the even in the beginning scene when we meet her and he comes up behind her and hugs her. To me, I thought it was very believable. I was like, oh yeah, they're dating. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I think it also helps that he's so tall and he just is really easily yeah. able to envelop, like envelop, en- envelop. Yeah. Like, he just wraps around these little, these yeah. younger, smaller people, you know, and it just feels like it's a big comfort. Hu- I don't know. I mean, I, I get, get what it. You're saying. Yeah. And she's yeah. so cute. She's so, she's such a, like a baby in this. If you look at her and she's so, I don't know. I always say in Dawson's Creek, certain episodes, her face looks like kind of like chunky a little bit. But it's just because she's yeah. so young, and her she she still has like baby fat. Baby fat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think she's so cute. Anyway, 
we're now in a class where Laurie is teaching about Frankenstein and it's sort of like a mirror scene from the original where Laurie's sitting in class and she looks out the window and she sees Michael Myers just watching her and we see Molly look out the window and she sees Michael Myers looking at her through one of the doors and she's sort of like confused because it's like wouldn't you be freaked out if you saw some guy in a mask just staring at you? <laughs> like, I think yeah, it's calm. It's like a gate. It's like a gate door. You know what I mean? Because it looks yeah. like it goes out into like an art a garden or something. So it's like this stone wall into like this gated doorway with like uh like slots so you can see through. Yeah. It's not like a door door. It's like gate door. But yeah, she sees him and she uh yeah. she's just so like hmm. And then she gets called not even on by phased by the masked creature outside, right? Not even phased. She's curious. But I'd be like, there's somebody outside, like on the yeah. Ground. I probably just, I'm like, why? Yeah. I mean, you're you're on a you're in a in a school that's completely gated. Yeah. You're in a private gated yeah. school. There should not be a random stranger outside. I would have said something too. Like, um, so there's some random dude walking around on our grounds in a mask. I mean, he could be an active shooter. I don't know. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, I just I don't. Yeah. Ninety eight. And man. it's like obviously <laughs> a mask too. Like it. Broad daylight outside. What are these and people? Don't they doing? know about Michael Myers? Because Will knows who about everything. Like, don't they know about this? Like, yeah. well, it was yeah. twenty years ago, right? So, yeah, it's more most like of those kids weren't even born. Oh yeah, that's true. They're not alive. They're yeah. all seventeen and under, probably. So they definitely weren't alive when it happens. They may have heard of him because he's infamous, but. How familiar well, do you think they really well, are? Well, John literally just said there's a mass murder in my family, and she doesn't think maybe this is awkward to see this. Did yeah. he say who the mass murderer was? No, but I would take that seriously. Um, listen, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so she, so Molly answers a question about Frankenstein, and she says that um, she, so she gives this whole thing about Victor facing his monster because he has nothing to lose. And it's almost as if she's talking to Laurie about facing her monster, which is Michael Myers. So it's sort of like that type that of parallel. Thing. Yeah, exactly. I really, I really see those parallels too, because at one point when, when she stops talking, you know, Laurie's just kind of staring at her and she's, just, I think she's just reflecting like what she said. And she's like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, schooled oh. by the student, you know, when student surpasses teacher in this instance, I guess it just kind of made her think about her own situations. It was a very smart response. Yeah. And she looks back out the window and he's gone. And um, she's not surprised by that. I'd be like, I know I just saw somebody outside. I'm not. Yeah. So the class is dismissed. And this is when Laurie gives John the permission slip to go to Yosemite. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Thanks, mom. I mean, he just made like a big stink about not going. And now he gets to go and he's like. Well, he's an unpredictable kid. Now he made plans with his friends to stay there and yeah. have a boiler he's a party. hormonal boy. Boiler he's got one thing on his mind. Party. Yes, yeah, exactly. So now we get another jump scare where Norma jumps out and scares Laurie. She gives her a famous line from the original Halloween about everybody's entitled to one good scare. And that's what Annie's yeah. father said in the original Sheriff Bracket. And Norma actually says to her, if you don't mind it, me being maternal for a minute, which was pretty cute because she's Jamie Lee's real mother. And um, right as she goes 
to leave. She says, happy Halloween. And we see her in front of the actual car, like the same vehicle that she drove in Psycho, which I thought was hilarious. I just love nods like this in movies. And every single time something like this happened, all I thought about was how smart Kevin Williamson was. And the production was that they did this because it's like Easter egg on top of Easter egg on top of Easter egg. And we talk about that a lot on the podcast and how much I love those things and seeing those throughout like the show, but seeing them in like this type of movie, it's just, I I just love it. It literally makes my brain want to pop. So now we get like a weird, scary scene with Ronnie and Michael Myers. He opens the gate for him and- Without meaning to, he didn't know he was there. Yeah, we think he's going to kill Ronnie in this moment too, but he doesn't. And he locks- I know, I was scared. Ronnie locks like that one side door- and, and left the other one start. open. Yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense because literally all to do was walk like three yeah. steps and then make a right and then bam, there's the other door. Like I just and Michael Myers would have knocked those doors down. Out, though. <laughs> he couldn't see the other door through his mask. Right. No. Right. But every time Ronnie moves, yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Every time he walks, Ronnie turns around. We see Michael in the window behind him, and yeah. the door is still open, and. Ronnie investigates the the car and that's when Michael gets in. Now he's on the premises, but Ronnie's like confused. And then we cut to Laurie and uh, she's leaving her office and she's walking the grounds and she sees Michael coming towards her and she starts to close her eyes and she opens her eyes again and (laughs) he's still coming towards her. And she closes, she opens her eyes and he's still coming towards her. And then she closes her eyes again and we see like a shadow and we think it's him and uh, somebody grabs her and she jumps and it's Will and Michael Myers is gone. But we know it's him. Do you think that it was creepy? Do you think that she would have just kept closing her eyes and opening her eyes and mentally trying to will him away until he was right in front of her face? Like, how long do you think she'd be like, okay, he's really here. This isn't a figment of my imagination. Like, I'm in trouble. You know, do you think she would have eventually figured it out or would have been waiting until she was stabbed? I don't know. Until she was stabbed. (laughs) Because <laughs> she, yeah. I was driving me nuts. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's just like, he's not Bang. here. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. And if you guys can't see me right now, I'm literally just closing my eyes and then bloping, closing my eyes and opening them. Like, I just, that scene, I don't. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> I think he would like try to attack her. And that's when she'd be like, oh, he's here. Uh, uh, it's not a figment of my imagination anymore. But <laughs> she's so used to doing that because yeah. that's how she lives her life. So, I mean, we don't know the extent of how often she sees him, but according to this movie, she sees him like all Pretty the often. time. A lot. But usually when she sees him, she just closes her eyes once, you know, counts a little bit, opens her eyes and then he's gone. But she does this like three or four times and he just gets closer and closer. He's like when he's all the line. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, but where do you draw the line where you're just like, okay, he's not going away. It's time for me to leave now. You know, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> when he stops her. So Will uh, tells her that, you know, he's going to come over later, but he's going to finish uh, walking the round, making his rounds. And um, he starts walking and he sees a figure walk past like the one, like, like shrubs or something. And he goes to follow him. And then the scene cuts and we're in Sarah and Molly's room. And we get a clip of Sarah Michelle Geller in Scream 2. Yeah. Which... I like loved. <laughs> yeah, I, I I even got excited on that. 
which yeah, is saying something. It's hilarious that they did that. Um, and um, they're getting ready for their party. And then Will comes and says, like, what are you, what are you kids up to? And there's, they say they're going to go in the town and have, uh, they're going to roofie some drinks and have a date rape kind of night. And uh, they ask him if he wants to join. And he says he's getting his nipples pierced, which is um, a little uncomfortable. But I um, really like their interaction, though. I thought it was funny that they're all comfortable enough with each other, even though it's kind of weird because that really shouldn't be like your student teacher relations. Definitely but not now. That they all just that <laughs> yeah. nobody was. Oh, yeah, definitely not these days. But nobody was like getting offended or weirded out. It was just how they communicate. And I, I, I thought it was kind of funny. I feel like. If you could be that comfortable with a teacher, you might actually want to go to school because then you wouldn't have to, you probably wouldn't be so bored. Yeah, I but, he bored. Would, but, yeah. I think, but I think Will would be the creepy teacher who flirts with all the young girls. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. I mean, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. That's what I got from him. <laughs> he's, he's just a little creepy. Um, I think he's very like deadpan almost. Even in his interactions with Lori, he is just very like, Okay, so I didn't interpret it as creepy. It was different. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind him. He was trying, I didn't care either, but he was trying to like be on their level, I guess, and be funny. Yeah. And I do think back then it really wasn't a big deal. Like it really does, it doesn't bother yeah. me at all. But now if somebody nine, 19 or 20 watches this, they oh, would yeah. interpret that to be sexual harassment um, sexual it's so inappropriate yeah. oh yeah so oh yeah general. but you just i mean you have to see it for what it is it was made so long ago yeah. yeah and in the 90s i feel like they always had that one adult that like had a like fun joke with the kids like a zinger you know yeah yeah That's some well. way to connect to them on their level <laughs> yeah 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 all right so we see will shows up to Lars with a pumpkin but before that Laurie's chugging straight vodka, which made me gag. And um, Ew. yeah, I like, I'm not in my like 20s anymore. So even uh, thinking even about when that I, makes me. Uh, <laughs> even when I was younger and drinking more, um, I could never do just straight vodka. Oh my God. Oh, no. it didn't matter for me. I would get so drunk. And then we would do that game where you put it in um ice cube trays and then you would like drink it with a straw it would be like a race and um it never bothered me (laughs) you never did that (laughs) me either is that like a kiss that like something i've never heard that before (laughs) yeah like somebody would get on one side and you get on the other and then you would just like drink it i always won like it sounds like a bizarre game of flip cup without flipping the cups (laughs) yeah i guess so it's like it's just a race but yeah i mean i get it i I could not do that now it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, watching her chug that vodka gave me the hangover, and I <laughs> could yeah. not have been near her, you know? <laughs> it's so gross. Um, no. Now we get Charlie and Sarah bringing their food. He, she says that she wants to get all big and dumpy, and he says he thinks obesity is sexy, which I admire. And um, she says, that, how renaissance of you. I don't I don't like these two characters that much. I think they're annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, that explains why they're the first to die. Exactly. I know. So, Their interactions together feel really forced. Yeah. Like, oh, it is the hot girl with the like weird guy. Yeah, the chemistry exactly. just wasn't there. Like you can make that yeah. kind of relationship work, but they need to have the right chemistry. And I just 
even though they were hanging all over each other, I just didn't get the connection. I will yeah. say that I've seen Jodie Lynn O'Keefe in other things. Like, she's all that, or I know she was in Whatever It Takes. Did you ever see that movie? She always yeah. played the, like, pretty rich girl, like, spoiled girl. And she she does play, uh, like, a different role in this. She's not so like prissy and bitchy she's she has more fun and laid back in this one i think which is nice so charlie says he needs the corkscrew and he goes back to get it and there's this whole like back and forth where he like goes up the stairs sarah comes back to find him and he there's another jump scare where he comes out of nowhere (laughs) and um he has to go get the corkscrew again he has to go upstairs and get it and she's waiting downstairs for him and he's upstairs. The course crew falls in the garbage disposal down the drains. Cringing the entire time. I do not like the episodes or the seasons, uh, whatever I'm trying to say, the, the scenes, that's the word, where things fall down and then the people stick their hand in the drain. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go under the sink and take the drain apart. Like I'm not sticking <laughs> my hand. I'm not sticking my hand down the sink. It's just, Get a set I of cringe. Tongs. <laughs> huh? Get a set of tongs. Yeah, some, something that isn't my actual hand, especially if I have a garbage disposal, like yeah. you would not pay me enough. And I see this the only time in this movie where I hid my face and told Terry to let me know when it was over or when he was not sticking his arm down the drain, because it's like that with the blenders, too. You ever see like oh, the yeah. movies, the blenders and the, this, the, oh, the yeah. limbs go in the blend? I'm like, I just the blades and the no, no. well nothing happens and he gets the corkscrew (laughs) out but then he goes to leave and he uh michael myers is standing right there and he just says hi he goes hi Hi." i I died when he did that but also that's a very normal response too because not every person instantly is like oh shit sometimes you're just like oh hi sorry Yeah, but I'd be like freaked out because he had a mask on. I'd be like, "What? Who who are you?" (laughs) Instead of my, I mean, this is another thing that boggles my my brain. Me (laughs) in this in this movie because they're in in a closed in property, like a gated property school, and there is a random dude in an abandoned building. There are no, there's nobody there, and he's in a mask, and he just goes, "Oh hi." It is Halloween, so maybe they're just assuming, like, oh, it's someone. It's the janitor. It's the janitor. Yeah. That we never meet. Who doesn't get all of the the, the leaves and trash and stuff all over the ground. By the way, that drove me nuts. When you walk around the the campus and there's just, like, a clutter of leaves on, like, walkways. Well, he's not the groundkeeper. He's the janitor. (laughs) That's oh, they, need the ground, well, they need to hire a new groundskeeper. That man sleeps <laughs> on the job. <laughs> Two different jobs. <laughs> right. Well, their groundskeeper sleeping on the job too. Okay. <laughs> that just That's drove me funny. nuts. I feel like there was more leaves than necessary on the ground. Yeah. I notice the leaves. <laughs> I, didn't even notice I did. Them. I noticed, I noticed the leaves when they were in the school. I was like, what poor care? Shut a window, you know? Right. It must be really windy outside with all these leaves, you know, and the leaves on the trees are full. So it's not like they're turning colors, but they're not like falling. But yet there's leaves everywhere on the ground. I don't know. So we get this scene with Laurie and Will and they're like making out and. um, And it's sick. (laughs) And Lauren, do you want to just describe what happens? (laughs) 
It is disgusting. So Laura's <laughs> on his back on the couch. Lori is on top of him. And they she's like kissing and kind of telling him about her traumatic life at the same time. Oh, awkward. He is listening and kissing and chewing something the entire time multitasker of the year we don't know what he's chewing i thought it was going to be gum which is very gross but then i was thinking like what if he's eating a cracker i feel like that's even worse i thought it was like a Um, hard candy or something i don't know it could be a mint maybe it was minty because they were sucking face that makes me want to gag so bad though because imagine okay the juices of whatever he's chewing getting into her mouth as they're kissing yeah i really was struggling that's why i did messages about it I mean, that makes sense because if, if you think about it, when you're when you're sucking on stuff, you have all that extra saliva, and then, and then now you're playing console <laughs> hockey, and yes, too much. and he like is loud about it. It's not like the first time that I noticed it, I was like, "Is he chewing something?" But then he was loud to where you could like hear him smacking his lips, and it was just sick. Yeah, anything. <laughs> maybe he had bad breath he ate something really bad for lunch before filming the scene and like here's some mint uh, you know because you're well, gonna be sucking like face with jamie lee curtis wait two minutes it doesn't take that long to eat a mint like give you're like we gotta that. get the scene we gotta get it in we gotta get <laughs> we're on a tight schedule guys <laughs> we gotta wrap up tomorrow like, you know <laughs> all right hold on jamie yeah come on let's make and it all like he put five in his mouth. He's really trying to get the last one down. <laughs> he must have had something really strong, like garlic or onion. And he's like, I ate that burger. I shouldn't eat that burger. Uh, if I, I met know. this actor, I would show him this clip and ask <laughs> what he was eating. Can you please tell me? Or Jamie Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's okay. ask her. <laughs> we should. Okay. Also, another level of how gross this is. The fact that they're actors and you're an actress and you're having to kiss this man who's chewing something. It's not even someone you actually like. Well, I'm if you notice. Going no, through I, a lot. I agree with you. But if you notice, she doesn't really kiss him that much. They're kissing, but she's like kissing him. She's kissing him like real quick on like the, just the lips because his mouth is closed. I agree with you. It's disgusting. I'm, I didn't um, see their chemistry either. Honestly, they no, didn't have any. I don't like him either. There's something about. I, him I knew different. the moment they started making out, that man was gonna die. <laughs> well, he's also kind of a uh, jerk off because she's telling him about her life uh, and yeah. how like she's opening up to him in this moment, like because he said, "I'm here if you need somebody," and she's telling him and he's trying to like take her boob out of her shirt and stuff and like just i know, you know it was weird he wasn't taking her seriously yeah he's a counselor. <laughs> and he wasn't like, taking her seriously like at all he was just all. like oh uh-huh yeah murder can i give it can i get a little nip slip you know like <laughs> just yeah it was weird i i read in one of the like original drafts that they had planned for him to be um the son of michael um really? who was like yeah where michael had sexually assaulted a nurse and that was the child and he was coming like and it wasn't actually michael that's the murderer it will um, that and explains I don't, the, the scenes where she sees him turns around and it's him i thought that was kind yeah. of weird that that every time she turned around it was him yeah mm-hmm. and i don't know like how early or how late they like decided against that but it just like 
once I read that, that's all that I could see with any scene with him where he like happened to be where Michael was. Wow. I that never makes a lot that. of sense because I was picking up on that. And the fact that nothing actually happened with it, I thought it maybe it was just a really strange coincidence, but it happens like three yeah. different times where she's, like, she's with Michael and she turns around and it's her boyfriend. And I'm like, yeah. and is something there. supposed to happen here? But then it doesn't. All right. So I'm glad that I wasn't picking up on something just yeah. ridiculous. It was there was probably a purpose to the happening, and it just never that at all happened. <laughs> now, when you and watch it again, Damien, you're gonna like see everyone it. is creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> watch it again because no. you're gonna see it. Because I was picking up on that too. You're gonna you're not gonna yeah. be able to not see it now. Yeah, because at the restaurant when she thinks she sees him behind her and her reflection it's him when he's walking up him also he is just weird like <laughs> in general or even the I mean, store I just the said this <laughs> he said yeah. something about the nipple piercing and you're like oh, they were not just that weird <laughs> <laughs> well I don't think that moment was like as like oh he could be the killer <laughs> gotcha it would have okay. been a really nice way to like deviate your thought process from checking him off the list as not being somebody that's going to cause harm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it would have been really nice to turn around and be like, huh, I didn't think I saw that coming. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I get that. I get that too. But yeah, every time I turned around, I was just like, why is he keep popping up? She keeps seeing, you know, Michael in the mirror or the reflection and then turn around and her boyfriend's yeah. like turning the corner and you're like, yeah. Or even like, when he is going to come over he says he has to go do some work before he can and then those two kids die so it's like i think they wow. were trying to set it to make you believe it like he was a but, red herring yeah but we're, um, but we're supposed to know that it's michael from the beginning right well i also read that they like had originally planned for this one to end with like a copycat killer mm, that i did read too michael i read yeah, that too. so I feel like they were just trying to do so many things with this movie where it's like you and they couldn't decide. So then yeah. halfway through they're like, Well, scrap this idea. Who cares if it yeah. doesn't make sense? I'm not I read the one scene. one <laughs> of the drafts was set in an all girls private school, which ended up being this type when? of the setting for this too. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like they were sort of like figuring it out as they went because they had all these drafts that they had in front of them that's why there's no clear writer for this movie because it's all jumbled up into one like all these ideas into one which is crazy but um she basically says like all this stuff like her backstory and how she went into hiding and what bothered me in this scene too was that she tells him directly what happened and then he says well there was a sister right that died and she said, mm-hmm. my, I changed my name from Laurie Strode. Yeah. And she's like, I just told you like, what happened. He, I don't think he really believed her. I think I at know, first, he wasn't yeah. paying that close attention. And then he's like, wait a minute, you're being serious right now. I'm like, no, I'm just going to make this up for shit and giggles. But it is Halloween. Maybe maybe thought it was a prank. I don't. I, I know. And I felt like, I mean, granted, we don't see much of their relationship to really have this opinion, but I don't feel like she's a jokester, you no. know, like, <laughs> no. let's make up that story for him. And it's just, I don't know. He really bothered me in that scene. And it was just like, he needs a new job because he's not I, I, out for it. Right. I wonder if maybe he they doesn't listen. 
they weren't seeing each other. Maybe they weren't seeing each other very long because he's so eager to get her clothes off that it's oh, like, oh yeah, you know, maybe it's their first time being actually like intimate in this kind of way, and he's kind of oh. more focused on getting naked yes. than what she's actually saying. That's I just true. get this feeling that they don't maybe really know each thing. other as well. Yeah, and this could be yeah. a kind of new relationship that's forming between them. Yeah, they're um, all over each other and we're in the office, that type of thing. They're like right. sleeping in the office. Um, you know, yeah, I get it. They're having lunch in the afternoon. Afternoon. That's the impression I get. Yeah, it's a new relationship. That's the time the lunch. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> that's the time the lunch. Yeah. <laughs> in the afternoon. During a new relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but she tells him, you know, I changed my name and I became the headmistress of a very posh secluded private school hoping every year that her brother won't find her I changed the like but um he now he believes her and she says now do you want to drink and he says yeah and um we sort of see like okay now she opened up her secret to somebody hopefully you know that will like help her a little bit because it, she won't be so have somebody to confide in right exactly yeah um so besides her 17 year old son i know and that's a hefty secret to hold on to too oh my so god like, yeah he says he's shocked that she's been living like that for 20 years and he asked her like do you think he's gonna come after you and this is when she looks at the birthday card this is 17 and sort of like <laughs> it clicks with her that she was 17 when he attacked her the first time her sister was 17 when she was killed so suddenly michael myers has this whole like a asphyxiation with uh asphyxiation year old sisters um, yeah uh, with that with the with the age 17 so somehow he knew that uh laurie had a son who's now 17 so that meant i'm gonna go take a road trip to california and find my sister how and, update uh, were these records that this doctor is keeping you know i know it was a little <laughs> silly to me and you know what's so funny i never noticed that until i watched it like i want to say i watched this last year and i noticed that i was like Oh, she thinks like because he's 17, like that's why he's back. And she doesn't even know if he's back yet, but she freaks out a little bit and she tries to call him in Yosemite. And meanwhile, he's not answering. She goes and sees that his bag isn't packed from camping gear is there. Yeah, all of his camping gear is there. she grabs her gun and this is when (laughs) she's like, like, whoa, (laughs) you know, she's got like this revolver that <laughs> she just pulls out of you know thin air and she's like i gotta go find my son let's go and will's <laughs> like, like freaking out a little bit yeah and will's gonna um, die. <laughs> that's when they they go to open the door to leave and we get another jump scare because it's ronnie at the front door and um laurie is like pointing the gun right at ronnie and uh this is when he tells her about the the car at the gate and I think this sort of like clicks in with her where she's like, I, like, he's here. He's got to be here. Yeah. So they're, they make a plan that they're going to find the kids. Ronnie needs to get the lines working because the phone lines are down. Mm-hmm. And um, they said they'll meet up at the gate again. I'm, I'm super impressed with Ronnie, by the way, because not only is he yeah. the game master, but he's apparently an electrician or cable company person. Like, you fix the lines that are cut and uh, I'm going to go hunt down and find the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean they should give him the job of groundskeeper. Oh, well, apparently he sucks at his job at the gatekeeper. So, right. uh, oh, true. Eyes up, Ronnie. 
eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Sarah is in the kitchen looking for Charlie and, um, she's like calling out to him and she says this one line where she goes, um, no sex games until I eat Charlie. <laughs> Just so Well, weird. she's high. She's got the munchies like a mother. You know what I mean? Is like, she high? Did she say she was she high? She's smoking. If you really pay oh. attention when they're in the, when they're in their dorm before he walks in to check on them, oh, she's right. smoking and she's smoking uh, what's a the cigarette. Person? It looked like a joint to me. No. Why would she waste that then and throw it in the bottle or whatever? I don't know, but it it explains why the entire time she's like, I'm hungry and she's looking for food and she wants to eat. And she's like, all right, we got to get this. Like, if you really pay attention to her, she wants food. She wants food because she's got the munchies because she was smoking a joint in the, in the, in the dorm room. I just thought she was just being like, you know. Like, I thought it was. I just want to eat. I all thought it was a cigarette, but every time she started talking about food, I'm like, my girl's got the munchies, man. She wants to eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I don't smoke <laughs> pot or anything, but um, I believe you. So she is looking for Charlie, and she's still waiting downstairs for him. She sees a shadow walk past the door. Uh, she starts to follow it because she thinks it's him, and she goes in. All the lights are all out, by the way. We see her actually open this, like, sort of, like, pantry. And there's, like, a light hanging, which is sort of, like, uh, like a foreshadowing. Because it, like, sparks a little bit. It almost looks like it's, like, dying, the light. And yeah. she opens up the dumb waiter, And she sees that Charlie is in there. And she lifts it. She thinks he's just sitting there. Like, why would you, he just be sitting there? So she like lifts up his head and Charlie's whole neck has been like sliced open with, I'm assuming the corkscrew because it's all like jagged and everything. Yeah. Which is gross. It was gross. Um, there wasn't enough blood in my taste. I'm sorry. All of these necks getting split open. There should be way more blood than there was. <laughs> Here's the well, I have to tell you the next scene really really like grosses me out this whole scene with sarah her her death scene so she's trying to run real dramatic with her didn't he he got real dramatic with her yeah not a good death scene but i uh feel it in my teeth when i watch this it's so disgusting so he like chases after her and she's in the dumbwaiter trying to get in and just before she's able to close the door he like like slices out her leg i closed my eyes I felt like I could feel that. It was so gross. And um, she's Ugh. like, yeah, it's so nasty. So then she's going off in the dumbwaiter and we just see Michael Myers look up and he goes to cut the the uh, rope that, mm. that, you know, the dumbwaiter rope. And um, she goes to get out. And just as soon as she's about to get out, he like slices it with this ginormous knife that he has. And he was in a kitchen. He had access to those tools i think it's the same knife that he had since the beginning when he was in oh i think so. <laughs> I, when he was in jimmy's house i think that's the same knife he had oh. Just, he killed his first person in 20 years and he's like this is my knife now my precious <laughs> saving this um, but the but she's trying to get out and the dumbwaiter comes down on her leg Oh, yeah. Crushes her leg and she's on the ground. And somehow she pulls her leg out. And when it literally falls to the ground and it's like hanging off. I know. Ew. And I I just thought, how did she pull her leg off? Like, how did her leg not come off? It is, it was so gross. Um, 
So she's like Great. crawling <laughs> with like a half on leg and trying to escape. And then Michael Myers comes out and um, he literally puts his uh, foot on her neck and he just starts stabbing her. It was very brutal. Um, that whole scene. That it was, was angry at that point, yeah. The most brutal uh, death scene in the whole movie. Um, but yeah, that's the one that makes me cringe when I watch it because I feel it. I feel it. It's so gross. <laughs> the leg, yeah. the leg grosses me out. It was, it was cringy. I was, I definitely cringed with well, the leg. I'm like, get your foot out, get your foot out. And then I'm like, well, they know. hear the dumbwaiter fall. Um, John and Molly hear the dumbwaiter fall and they come to investigate and they uh, see the trail of blood on the floor. They go to that back room that Sarah looked, that pantry, and they turn the light on and it starts to like like spark. And she's hanging there and you see the light like know. through her body because he stabbed her so many times. Like she, that was so, so graphic. It was, <laughs> And her leg know. is like hanging. It was so gross. I mean, like what did this girl do to him Nothing. to like make him react so strongly like everybody else just got like a slit to the throat and this girl mm-hmm. got like his full wrath he's like i'm gonna you know yeah. stab you a hundred times i'm gonna drag you through the entire kitchen into this giant you know walk-in pantry i'm gonna string you up to this iffy electrical light bulb which i'm even impressed that's holding her weight i know and then i'm just gonna like yeah. have the lights twinkle down through your now holy body like i just it was it gross. was glorious but confusing at the same time. I really want to know what's going on inside Michael's brain. Like well, I want, I want a whole, whole book series in Michael's perspective. That's what I want. But that's the whole point. Like what Lauren said earlier about like the first one is so scary because it's just this guy killing people and you don't know why. Yeah. And this is why yeah. I don't normally like slashers because it's just too real. <laughs> it's not realistic, <laughs> but it's realistic. You know, and he doesn't talk, yeah. doesn't say a word. And he's just got that creepy mask on. He got he gets knees need in the nuts and it, he doesn't even phase him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I he's on another level. He's on a <laughs> He got a hatchet in his fucking chest and he doesn't do anything. He like pulls it out. Have, have you heard of that? It's like, I guess, a disease where people can't feel pain. No. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah and it's, I saw a special on TLC about it once where they had a daughter and they were so worried about her because, like, kids are reckless and they can't feel pain. So, like, she wouldn't know if she had a broken bone, anything. Oh my god! So what if Michael has this disease? I I mean, well, the devil's involved now, so we really don't know. But the devil, (laughs) the disease where you feel no pain, he's like he's he's winning in life somehow. Yeah, (laughs) and he's just killing. (laughs) Right. Um, So Molly and John see Michael, and they start to run. Um, they get out of the building and they're running down like all these stairs and all this stuff. And they somehow get outside and Michael just appears out of nowhere and he grabs Molly and he's about to stab her. Did you? <laughs> I did. I've seen this movie before, but I forgot about that. That was the only scene that actually scared me because wow. I thought he was going to pop up in front, not behind. And so I just was anticipating something different and I screamed. I didn't remember that he even came out of nowhere because I thought they got away from him like like a good distance. But she stops. She yeah. stops. This this to- well, she couldn't run anymore because she was out of breath. But uh, and then at the same time, I'm like, how does this guy 
who's never been on campus before know the campus better than these kids that live here. You know what I mean? And then I I really wanted Josh to just turn around and be like, hi, Uncle Mike. You know? (laughs) Oh, my God. It wouldn't matter. He's like, you're 17. I have to kill you now. (laughs) No, it wouldn't matter. But it would have been really funny for him to just be like, hi, Uncle Mike. Can you not kill my friends? You know? I don't know. (laughs) Please. Meet Please Uncle let, Mike, the murderer. Please. You already <laughs> killed my other two friends, and you tried to murder my mo- my mom back in the day. Like, you, thank you, you for not so aunt, I could be born. You know, <laughs> you just killed my family. Just give it a rest. I know. <laughs> Can we just give it up? I, I think it's time to move on, sir. You know, like let's yeah, let it go. <laughs> I got an idea. We'll give you a list of terrorists and you can just go hunt them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's make you productive here, okay? (laughs) They'll never even notice I'm coming. Yeah, right? Um, It's just that good. So yeah, he grabs Molly and he's about to stab her. And Michelle Williams is really terrified in this scene, you can tell. And um, uh, John punches him and knocks him down. And then he lets Molly go and he goes after John. And it looks like he's about to stab him now until Molly grabs like a big rock or something and bashes him in the back of the head. I was cheering the the entire time. Oh, wait, doesn't he does stab John in the leg, right? Yeah, he stabs John in the leg. And then they start running and she uh, they get to this like metal gate. And it's like one of the most like uh, memorable scenes from this movie where they get between this tiny fence like gate area and another door she unlocks it and we see michael myers coming around the corner and um they're freaking out and they're both getting like so scared they finally get in but she drops the keys outside the fence and she's trying to reach for them and he finally comes up and they back themselves up against the door and he has that giant knife where he's just like waving trying to reach in front of their faces yeah and they looked so terrified and then he finally sees the keys and he grabs them and he goes to try to unlock the gate and they're banging on like the um like their buzz the the ringer whatever they are the buzzer trying to get them to open the door they're they're at the female dorm i think is where they are that's why she's got keys to the dorm it's the the dorm to get to the girls room or whatever so she's just hitting on every single one hoping somebody's going to hear them at the front door she's really crying like you can tell and um john is banging on the door like open up and then we see laurie come like in front of the door because there's like a glass window type of thing and they finally open the door just as he's going to open up the gate and Mm -hmm. and like get them and she shuts the door right on him and then they have like a face off she like they're just staring at each other and then she reaches down for her gun and he's gone and I'm like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> like, this guy's got a- super <laughs> speed too. I can't with the strength and the way. inability to die, and then his <sighs> super speed. I'm like, what does he need a car for? He'll just zoom his way there. He'll just be zip, zip, zip. I love that, that scene though. I love scene. that scene. It is, it is real. That really is a terrifying scene. Watching them freak out as much as they did, and I believed it. I really did believe it. And I, and I watched a thing. It's so weird. There was a making of uh, that I watched earlier. It was, um, like, it was like connected to the Jamie Lee Curtis thing, and it was like the making of Halloween H two O. And they were like, "No, that was like a real knife." He was like really waving it in front of our face, and they were like really terrified. Um, oh wow! I thought that was interesting. I'd be like, "Don't leave that real knife in front of me." It's called a liability, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so at this point they're back in the school and um laurie tells them to get in like this closet and barricade themselves and she says do as i say which is a throwback to what she tells the kids um to do in the original movie and she is still with will and she has her gun and he says like what are we going to do and she says try not try not to die (laughs) something like that um which is valid which is valid yeah oh she says try to live foreshadowing yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um try to live he's not very good at it they're walking down this really nice big hallway and we see like the uh curtains like flowing which is like really spooky because you think you could be behind it like anywhere and um they're just they're just walking she's pointing the gun and will sees somebody walking by the, the corner and he grabs her gun and he starts shooting at this person because he he's a shit shot home. too by the way he's <laughs> a shit shot well it turns out that he shoots at ronnie and they both go up to him and they're they can't believe it because they think they killed him mm-hmm. and at this point will is uh facing laurie so he, he he's like has his back to where uh michael comes out of and laurie looks up and before she can even like warn him Michael comes and stabs him right in the back and literally lifts him up with this big ass knife. And he's like shaking and like squirming. And then he uh, just like drops him to the ground. It's crazy. And that's when Laurie, uh, she just starts running and she's trying to find a place to hide. And the first door she opens is another closet. And she's, she goes, yeah, she goes, like oh fuck or like are you like fucking kidding me? Um, and so she puts like her blood uh, all over the door. So that's the first place that he looks. He bashes the door down, and then she grabs a fire extinguisher and she hits him over the head with it, and he gets knocked down. But like not for long because he's like invincible. So um, he's she, a goddamn Terminator. While bash he his brains in, people bash his brains. I know. In. Hit him twice. Also, that door has to be made out of like graham crackers because it was like one hit and done. Yeah. Every time they knock him down, I just had this mantra in my head where I'm like, bash his brains in, bash his brains in. Because all he does is he just sits up all nonchalant, you know, stiff, and then gets up. And I'm like, why is nobody bashing his brains in? How many times is it going to take you to knock his ass down? And then realize that it's not going to keep him down. He's not a normal human. He's probably not even human no, anymore. It's He's insane. like half demon spawn. I don't know. <laughs> so she um she grabs the kids uh out of their where they're hiding and they run out and um they get to the gate where the jeep is and um they're trying to start the they're trying to start the car and we see Michael like following behind them. And the car like won't start and they're freaking out. And then Michael finally like comes up right next to the driver's side window and the car starts and she backs out and uh, she, she like speeds out down the, um, to the gate. They weren't at the gate. I'm sorry. They got to the car and then they speed out down to the gate. So Laurie is about to leave, but she tells them to drive down to the Becker's which is a throwback or it's a nod to the Beckers from Scream. Um, And she tells them, uh, go down to the Beckers and call the police. Um, I'll be, be, I'll be right behind you. And they're telling her, no, like get back in the car. And she says, just go like, do as I say they leave. And she bashes the security 
uh, system with a rock to lock her in. And she goes and she breaks open the, uh, <laughs> what did I say it was? She, the hat, she gets the axe, the in case of emergency axe. <laughs> she like yeah. busts oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was, um, I was so excited when this was happening. I was like, yeah, she's going to kick some butt, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like she's, yeah. she's like getting mad. She's like, I can't live another day like this i gotta like kill the monster so um she is the final girl yeah she really is honestly though i feel like like if i were to have gone through this type of experience you know mental trauma aside i would never want to be or feel like i am in this type of situation that i not that i can't control but that i'm helpless in and i think i would actively seek out like ways to protect myself you know trainings i mean she goes and gets yeah. a gun which is great but i mean i want to i want to learn like martial arts i want to be able to defend myself in close contact and avoid like weapons you know and i just yeah she she doesn't really i mean she does a great job for somebody who's using what she's got but i just i, I feel well, like for somebody who was that paranoid i probably would have taken some extra steps you should watch halloween 2018 then because she does all those yeah. things in that movie she does yeah i'm just yeah. gonna start from the beginning and just work my way up i guess you could yeah you can watch the first one and then go right to the 2018 one because yeah. you totally ignore the rest of the movies but yeah they just don't matter if you want to <laughs> yeah, watch them just, like, just watch them yeah they make a joke about how like her being his sister is like a it's a myth and a lie and stuff so yeah yeah she has another kid in this one it's crazy there's like it's judy career Oh. Yeah, Judy. We all get quiet. No, I. <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying to think about this, right? So we we really don't even know what happens to John, right? John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His name? Because he doesn't exist in the yeah. 2018 version. This later. Yeah. These worlds are really, really convoluted. You have yeah. yeah. So yeah, watch it from the first one on, and let me know what you think about Halloween three. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Tell me what you think about that one. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, she grabs the the axe and she starts, she's standing in the middle of the grounds and she's just screaming Michael's name because she's ready to just face off with him. And she's back in the school and um, she is standing in front of like one of those, what are they called? The windows with the blind, like the white blinds like coming out. And we see Michael come down off the rafter with one arm, like you said yeah. earlier. All right, muscles. I mean, he had a lot of time in that that Smith's Grove place that he was locked up in. So he was working out a lot of guys. Yeah, pumping iron. <laughs> he that's yeah. his good arm for when he kills people. <laughs> yeah. He's left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So she uh she sort of like notices that he's she senses that she's he's behind her. And she turns around and she hits him right in the chest with the axe. And he doesn't even like flinch. And it's like he's um, just like flicking a fly off his shoulder. He just yeah. drops it. You know, he rips but it out and just drops it. He slices her arm in the same spot that he did in the original. So now she has another gash on her arm like she did before. Um, well, at least it's the same spot, you know. <laughs> Do you know how long it took the first one to heal? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you opened up a w- an old wound, <laughs> literally <laughs> and mentally. <laughs> so yeah, he takes the axe right out of his chest and he throws it to the ground. And I was like, why didn't she pick up the axe? And we see Laurie. There's a whole scene where they're in like a cafeteria or something and she's hiding under the table and they're playing this whole game 
it's like cat and mouse type of thing. And he knows she's under there and she's like rolling to the next table. And all she's of a sudden, making so much noise too. She was yeah. like trying to be stealthy. And I'm like, all she I hear is it. her like knees and hands slapping the, the linoleum floor. And yes. I'm like, <laughs> anybody knows where you are, lady. Like you're just being the noisiest person ever. You could totally. Rolling across the hardwood floor or whatever is not like the quietest way to sneak away from especially when it's just them or not (laughs) yes i want to know how he got on the table and she didn't know it like how did you not hear him client he's so quiet quieter than her he's definitely quieter than her if he was the one rolling around on that ground wouldn't have heard a peep no (laughs) (laughs) definitely not he's quieter than the mouse (laughs) yeah yeah, that's exactly, that's true. Um, so uh, she goes to like roll out and he's like right on top of the table and he goes to slice at her and they're playing this whole thing. She's like rolling all around the ground and he's like flipping the tables up and she finally gets away away from him and she grabs a flagpole and she stabs him and it really doesn't do anything and it breaks and she just literally throws it at him. <laughs> like, uh, it it's was not funny. a javelin, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, so she runs off and now she's in the kitchen and she sees that he's like coming closer because you constantly see his shadow. She opens up the big drawer of knives and it like just falls to the ground. She starts like chucking all the knives at him and one lands in the wall. (laughs) I know she's just throwing things like there's not even a method to her even trying to like actually get him. She's just throwing it like not even really well either I'm like, she's, she's like just panicking a little bit she's, she's Yo, like she's definitely i don't panicking. know what to do i'm trying it's to lazy. Ill lazy. <laughs> she's ill prepared um, she was ill prepared to defend herself she was all all yeah. hocked up on you know adrenaline and she's angry she and now it's like yeah. crap i made a mistake and i'm about to die <laughs> jamie that's exactly what yeah. i thought too i was like she was all she was all like hyped up when she broke that security system and she had mm-hmm. the act yeah. And then she noticed nothing happened when she hit him with it. And now she's like, she's trying to survive. It's crazy. Um, but he starts coming towards her and all the knives are like thrown. She picks up the drawer that she pulled out and he stabs right through it. And this is when she like uh, knees him right in the balls. Yeah. And, and he doesn't his even, eyes sort of like roll. Like you do see his eyes kind of like roll. Because yeah. that's how yeah. she gets away. Um, it's a slight hesitation, but not anywhere near a normal reaction at all. He's, he's just like, <laughs> That's so that so that <laughs> happened. You know, it was like a surprise. It was all that was. He was surprised. Not even that it hurt. It was just like a huh. <laughs> yeah, he's like that's new. That's never happened before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she grabs the knife that she threw in the wall, and she goes and she hides we see that he's walking down the hallway again. We're in this like hallway a lot. And um, Laurie just jumps out and she just starts stabbing him and he falls over the railing and onto the table where they just were. Hello. And yeah. Um, yeah, he's just sort of like just laying there. So she goes down. <laughs> this part cracked me up. She goes down and she goes to pull the knife out of his his uh, chest and she looks like she's like struggling to get it out and then when she pulls it out it comes out like she's like 
like literally like not even like a centimeter like she wasn't really yanking on it as hard as you would have thought it was such a weird it would have like like, came out way bigger like right it was dramatic weird like um she had uh, extra control on that knife it was so weird i don't know why they didn't like have it in further but it was just like the tiniest tip was in his like his like shoulder and with the way she tried to pull it out took so much effort and i was like it wasn't even in that deep like it wouldn't have been that struggle he's got like an, an amazing exoskeleton then too so like nothing's <laughs> like actually piercing him you know what i mean and then just I, I mean i don't know about her but if like if i would have like thrown him over the railing like that after being stabbed multiple times honestly i wouldn't want my eyes to leave him like i wouldn't well, want to go down yeah. the steps to this floor i'd just be sitting there like all right i'm gonna wait till the cops come and i'm not taking my eyes off you you know well, yeah. this is the dumbest part, okay? She goes yeah. down to really kill him, to, to make sure that he's dead. And just, just as soon as she's about to just, like, stab him one last time, fucking Ronnie comes out of nowhere and grabs her. And it's like, he's dead. He's dead. Like, like Ronnie, Ronnie, you do not understand. This man isn't dead, okay? He may be playing dead. He's like a goddamn possum. But... <laughs> And like, he's not dead. What's the harm in letting her stab him one more time? If he's none, none, six more times, or or ten, yeah. or chop his head off. I mean, let's just remember him while we're at it. We'll take yeah. the limbs apart. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, like Dexter. We'll just give her Dexter. Let her her have, yes, let her have her moment. You know, right? Let, let her, her get just, that closure. Exactly. Yes. Let her just have that closure. Let her just kill her brother who's been trying to kill her all this time, who found her all the way in Illinois, who killed the nurse and all the kids and whatever. Just let her have her moment. But he doesn't. Mm -hmm. So now the um, the police are all there and um, we see Laurie's just staring at them, putting him in the body bag and she gets balls again so she grabs the axe that's on top of like the police car she grabs the gun out of the cop's holster <laughs> and she's like back off um you really i really thought like mm, i think they would try to shoot her if that happened um uh, yeah, yeah these days especially <laughs> but right so then they um well this was a long time ago so um and she's, a, and she's a white woman so that would have never happened <laughs> yeah. so, so, like, um, maybe she's, she's okay she's got a plan <laughs> we're gonna let it happen she's got a plan have my gun white anyway. have my gun it's okay yeah. don't go go just take the paramedic take the it wasn't even a paramedic the ambulance it wasn't even and an ambulance it was more, a, more it was a more it was a yeah, more vehicle it was a yeah, it was yeah, which I've never seen in my life. No. Um, so she gets in the morgue van while he's in the body bag, and she just drives <laughs> off. And she's like speeding down this like tiny little road, and um, she thinks she sees him like moving. But what we see is the body bag starts to move a little bit, and she keeps watching it, but nothing's happening. And then finally, she looks back one last time, and the the bags really moving she sees the bag moving and then he gets out of the bag and he sits up and she just keeps speeding the, the car and just as soon as he gets up to like kind of attack her she slams on the brakes and he goes flying out the windshield and um 
she's he's just lying there on the ground and she's just waiting for him to get up and at one point she even says uh get Get up up. (laughs) and he sits right up up. (laughs) i'm running your ass over get up take it like a man (laughs) exactly and then she uh she uh pushes on the gas and she just rams right into him so much so that there he's like on the hood of the car and it looks like they're just flying yes. <laughs> like from the force and <laughs> I'm sorry I choked I was gonna say and it's full eye contact for the yes. both of them. <laughs> yeah. and her hair is all flying in the wind and at one point she even does this face where she's like so excited yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say and Okay, so at this point, like, we don't know that it's the paramedic, um, actually. Imagine this poor soul who has... He's like, this bitch is crazy. He's like, what are you doing to me? Suddenly, he's in this situation, and I just bless him. Well, he's dead now. the way to go, man. <laughs> this scene was really funny to me. I laughed. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was so... They're flying in the air, full eye contact, like you said. The truck uh, goes off a cliff and it starts to roll. She flies out and he yeah. ends up uh, backed up against like a tree, a branch or something. And he sees the truck starting to roll and he goes to turn around and it pins him uh, on the back. So he's facing the opposite yeah. way. And we see Laurie totally fine. <laughs> She's got like a couple She's of things up. Um, she, she gets the ax and she starts walking towards him. And we, uh, this is when we see Michael pulling out his mask cause he can't move. And he's like trying to get the mask off and, um, she calls his name and he finally like looks up and he reaches he out his confused, hand. You know what I mean? Like, like the entire time, I think he finally, after the crash or whatever, and he's trying to get this mask off and we have like a moment of clarity in his eyes and he's just like what's going on? You know what I mean? And I didn't know about the whole switching, you know, body bag thing. So I'm like, maybe it's like a moment of clarity for Michael. And he realized that, you know, I don't know, maybe he's possessed and all this shit's happened. He's like, you know, waking up from this really gnarly dream for the past 30 or, you know, plus years. Um, I never thought that, but that's, um, you know, like, you see that expression in his eyes because that's all you see really is his eyes and just the way his body's moving it's just like this moment of like he like as clarity but it makes a lot of sense like if he's not who we think he is he's instead like the paramedic then it's a moment of clarity for him like oh fuck i'm dressed like him she thinks i'm somebody else you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it's a different clarity but it's a clarity nonetheless it's like you know his brain is just firing all these information and stuff starting to click yeah. in place. he's like i'm about no, to die you it like that me. it's so sad I know it's sad. Wow, it's got dark. (laughs) So yeah, he like (laughs) he like just made a sad movie. Um, so so Michael's reaching out his hand, and she goes to reach out her hand, like they're gonna touch fingers or something, and she backs her hand, like it's like one of those things, like whenever I was a kid and we would watch these types of movies and like, I remember in Halloween, one of the Halloweens where Jamie with Jamie, um, she, she goes and like touches Michael Myers because it's her uncle. And my brother used to be like, Oh, she touched him and he just gave her the power. I'm like the power of what he's evil because like at the end he, she kind of like gets evil at the end of that movie, I believe. Um, Oh, 
but um it's it was almost like, like body that. snatchers man he's trying to spread the <laughs> possession so many things he's happen possessed. in this he's series. possessed by the devil okay he's possessed by the devil but um <laughs> to the, yeah to, she, the, to the lake she <laughs> she uh <laughs> she backs away and then she just grabs the axe and she just chops off his head and super impressed by that swing by the way it really reminded me of dawson's creek i'm not even gonna lie with the whole scene with pacey yeah the way the head just kind of flew off like that i'm like oh come on that's not even a close to realistic it like was, one yeah. thing and he got that much i mean she'd probably have to hack at him at least twice how, no, how I agree sharp with you. That is was that good. is that like axe you know what i mean like how sharp is it one yeah really good swing no, and it's just she was on an adrenaline high from all the you know the flying in the van but um all the eye contact, all the yeah. eye contact. she got his power for like a, two seconds because she touched yeah fingertips um but that was the end of the movie she cuts off his head and we get a shot of her face i guess and then we hear the halloween theme and that's it that's the end of the movie. And I like I liked it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I know, like I said, a lot of people think it's garbage, but it's one of those comfort movies for me where I can just put it on and yeah. just enjoy it and for what it is. And it takes me back to my youth and that time in my life. Like I do when I watch Dawson's Creek and because it came out around that time. And it's just a solid Halloween movie. I think they did the best they could with the scripts and everything that the they, were, they were given. They were, yeah. And I think yeah. Kevin Williamson did a really good job. And I think a lot of the things that he scattered throughout the movie really worked. So I was happy with that. I'm not complaining. I like the cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I looked his name up and it was Alan Parrish. So when I said Parrish, I was totally right. Still impressed with me. Oh, <laughs> his name in Jumanji. Parish, yeah, like Parish yeah. shoes. Can you tell I love Jumanji? <laughs> no, I can't tell. Love it. So good, so good. Um, but what about you, Lauren? Did you like it? No, just kidding. I did. Because <laughs> um, the thing with these movies is, even like the worst ones are still really entertaining, and I think that's what you have to go in with with almost any horror movie is like it's not gonna be like an academy award-winning movie it's just fun and I enjoyed it a lot I'm glad that we got to watch it it's actually my first time watching it in a long time and my first time watching any Halloween movie this year Um, yes I realized that when I was watching it I was like wow I haven't watched any of the Halloween this year um I'm yeah, I mine too I, then because I haven't either. Yeah, I'm gonna see the new one on Friday, um, which I'm excited. But I'm gonna um, watch it on Peacock. I don't think I want to go to the theater and see it. I think I just want to stay home and watch it. <laughs> oh my god, it's just not the same for me. I've tried. I can't do it. I can't go there. to. A, I can't go to a crowded theater. Well, not. I don't like going to a crowded theater as it is, especially on yeah night. Um, but oh, I yeah. don't want to go to a crowded theater now. But um, yeah. I just think I'll enjoy it more if I just am in my own home and I can just yeah. enjoy it for what it is. And that's it. I, I don't care. It, yeah. I do want to see Scream in the theaters, though. I, I do want to see yeah. it. So. That's an experience for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I'm glad that we did this. I'm so happy that you came on and you were able to make the time. And we hope that you can come back again for another. Um, maybe we'll do another off 
episode, special episode, yeah. and uh, you can come back because this is a lot of yeah, fun. But lot of fun. Yeah. tell everybody where they can find you, Lauren. Yes, you can find me at Swapping Horror Stories Pod on Instagram and also anywhere you stream your podcast. Probably, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then also at X99 Fear Street, that's where I do my live readings and just post about um, Fear Street books and other like YA horror books sometimes. Which I, I love. Think. I love that site. Um, yeah. Jamie, tell everybody where they can find your bookstagram. My bookstagram. So I am at Lynn underscore book lover. And then if you can get there, then you can get anywhere because my link tree has got everything. So <laughs> if you can make it there, then you can make it anywhere. 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 <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And like Jamie said, we have a link tree and everything. So just click that and you can find our podcast anywhere. It's very simple. I don't know why people think it's so difficult to understand sometimes. <laughs> just click Spotify and we're right there. <laughs> um, thank you again for uh, for joining us. We had a blast. And yeah, we hope that fun. you're welcome. We hope that you have a really nice Halloween and enjoy um, oh. the spooky season and the next Halloween movie. Uh, we'll have to converse about yes. what we thought of it. Yes, we will. Definitely. Thank you. All right. So well, much. until um, until Thank next you. week. Um, have a good weekend, everybody, and have a nice Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy and Halloween. Happy would... Halloween. Happy <laughs> Halloween. All right. Well, have a nice weekend, yeah. and um, that's it. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> One, two, three. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> we tried. We were close. We tried. That's it. That's enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. Michael Myers is dead. What do you want me to say? That it's over? That we should try to get on with some attempt at a happy existence, Mom. Because all the shit that's going on in your head is leaking out on me, and I can't take it anymore. You told me yourself you watched him burn. I didn't exactly stay in the same ashes. 20 years. 20 years. Don't you think he would have shown up by now? What's he waiting for, huh? What does that mean, John? If you want to stay handcuffed to your dead brother, that's fine, but you're not dragging me along.